I got like yeah. a bottle of, you got, I got like a bottle of Evan Williams eggnog in my refrigerator. Evan Williams eggnog? Yeah, it's been here since the holidays, so it's like, it's literally packaged eggnog. I don't even know if it's been opened yet, but well, I've never been an eggnog person. Yeah. It, yeah, I guess if it's packaged eggnog, if it's alcohol and eggnog, I mean, I think it's probably gonna last a little longer and shit, so. Cause I mean, you yeah, know, with the alcohol, like, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That might be good. If it was regular eggnog and if you had it since Christmas, that's another story. Awesome. Alcoholic. You say what? I thought all eggnog was alcoholic. Nah, I mean, they, nah, they got a, I mean, nah, most, most, most eggnog is virgin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We're rolling, by the way, too, so. Oh, are we? All right, we're yeah. I bet. I'm hoping we'll grab it uh, brew. Nah, this is interesting. Damn, yeah, you got brew, man, so. Fucking, man, I'm fucking putting shots of water to get right and shit. You said shots of water? Shots and water to get, get right and shit, so. Yo, you know what's crazy? Water. I just I just decided to drink this uh this vodka that I had, and then I just looked in my refrigerator and remembered that I threw that shit away because it was cheap. <laughs> It's one of those things. Try to be responsible and shit. I'm not regretting it. Well, it's funny because, man, like when all this shit started, uh, we asked the uh, siege to to, uh, to go. Like we asked her to grab us some liquor because she was making a run across state and shit. Well, mm-hmm. to the other state to go get this shit, and uh, she came back and we asked for vodka. And she brought us like the fucking biggest, like fucking handle of fucking New Amsterdam ever. So yeah, I'm like, damn, audio. I don't even drink vodka like that, but now, you know what I mean? She, she, she treated it like it was toilet paper or something. So it's vodka water season right now and shit, so. Damn, I need to come through. I don't got to come in. You could just pour some out the window for me. <laughs> I mean, granted, if anything, we could probably kick it in the back. We got to figure out a way that we can at least rig it so that, like, niggas can, like, you know, record in the fucking patio and shit like that. That'd be dope, so. Oh, we could do that. It's not hard. It's, um, yeah. it's just getting power to that mixer. But it'll be a, it'll be nice. So, no, nah, I think I think uh, it was a way. I mean, we could probably run like you know some some cable through. You know what I mean? Some power and shit like that through the window and shit. I got a fucking fifty foot uh extension cable that I use oh, yeah. uh, for my weed whacker. Well, the joint we're using now is like a fifteen footer. That shit's like that or a ten footer. So that should at least be able to stretch outside. So, but people don't or, even know all that, man. So they don't. Know. All right. So anyway, let me introduce this shit. Fuck my name. It's like, no, uh, I actually wrote down something. I was like, hey, hi there. Really doesn't matter who we are. Yeah, we would like to tell y'all, but we consider it to kind of be an adventure. Plus, we ain't famous for nothing else yet. So you listening to the Ghost of a Real Nigga podcast. Fuck his name. Fuck my name. Um, How's your girl, eh? She driving you crazy yet? Uh, Not as much as typically, but, you know. That's what it is. I mean, I'm good though. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm, I'm fine, man. If this, if this, if this is terrible, to express yourself, my nigga. Nah, nah, man. If this is terrible, then you know what I mean. I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean. Then so, you built for it. You built yeah, for it. So, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that bad. Plus, man, yeah. I, you know, I've still been working, like you know, 50 hours a week. You know what I mean. So this is my first oh, week. So you of, are. You know, yeah, I'm good. Though. I'm, I, I mean, I have some breaks. I'm just trying to, you know, but not, not I'm quote unquote part-time you know what i mean so i'm just trying to fit every fit everything else in so luckily you know what i mean i'm able to be more available to you know our adoring listeners you know what i mean all 10 of them right now 
and uh yeah <laughs> you know what i mean hey, and uh take more village, work, work, work on some other shit so you know doing more designing with clothing and shit like that you know getting around mm-hmm. to you know doing a lot of that personal inventory shit you know that you know it's necessary you know what i mean so but it's cool you know what i mean yeah it ain't that bad, ain't that bad yeah. you know what i mean motherfuckers complaining but you know what i mean but but I don't know. It, it's funny because I, I expect to be more productive, but, you know, I start goofing off, like, you know, last night. Well, yeah, I sent you the video and shit like that, man. So I, I literally stayed up. Well, granted, I ended up staying up way later than after that. So luckily I wasn't high for that shit. But then I got high after I saw that shit and then played that shit again. Uh, Travis Scott, you know, fucking Fortnite, yo. That shit was lit, yeah. yo. That shit was lit. Cause, uh, I was going to ask you about that. How long yeah, was it? How long did it last? It was like ten minutes. So what you do is like uh, I got in. I got in. Like it's, what I did is I got in around before all of that started. So what they did is they had like a like a stage set up like in the middle of the fucking arena and shit. So you going around just killing each other and shit like that. But I'm wondering like why everybody's like setting up and like building shit up like mad high in the sky. So then mm-hmm. like you know you realize that oh shit you know what I mean they built this shit so like they could actually kind of be like on a platform kind of watching like the show so it was, it was dope man I, I yo shouts out to Travis Scott for that shit yo like that that shit was lit man that shit was really lit man I mean that, that was that was like he broke some ground he innovated a little bit I think so I mean yeah definitely man he threw he threw it it wasn't a lot like they said it was like a concert it wasn't a live concert it was a mix of his songs you know what I mean it was a video. Yeah, it was it was a video. I mean, they had a spray to him just doing shit, but it's kind of cool because it's interactive. So you wanted John you're floating around, all the colors and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's it was lit, man. So, Would you have paid for it if they charged? If they they charge for that? Eh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily like if they if they packaged it as a product. Maybe not necessarily that particular product, but this product's just coming out with this though. Like you know, what I mean, they got merch for this junk. So like I was telling you, like they got a couple like dope ass t-shirts out, and then in game you could buy, you know, what I mean, you could buy the fucking like Travis Scott skin and shit like that. So, see, now that's kind of cool if you can like package it with other products that you can sell. Yeah, so they have like in game shit you can buy. Then they got merch that you're selling with that shit too. So I was like, damn, I mean, that's that's what's up, man. A very was smooth link- come up, man. Sorry, mm-hmm. forgive my ignorance, but was it linked to a specific game? Was there a certain game that you had to like go to meet them to play it? Yeah, it was uh, Fortnite. But the thing is, with Fortnite, 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 okay. Yeah, but Fortnite's a free game, so you just pay for yeah, all the yeah. extra shit in the game. So yeah, so you know. can literally just kind of log on and just kind of spectate. Yeah, so and it was cool. And then like I watched that. Then I watched the music video afterwards. So I was like, all right. So they kind of just took pretty good cuts of like you know other people playing, and they made a music video out of it and shit. So, so. word. Yeah, they, they, like you know, they use that to, do, to be the video for the track that, that uh, new track that he got with Cuddy. They call it the Scots. They should have called it Great yeah. Scots. They should have called it Great Scots. That would have been, you know, what I mean, that would have been definitely dope. Why? Because I mean, Great Scots. You know what I mean? Scott messed with Cuddy, hit Cuddy, and then you got Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Great Scots and shit like that. They, they said the Scots. Why? Why they? Yeah, the, great, I mean, that'd be me. That's just me. That's me. You know. All right. Yeah, I, mean, I was listening neat. to Kid Cudi the other night, and I went through. Um, first off, I don't, I don't want to switch subjects, but I was listening to Kid Cudi the other night, which I never do, and I was going through the comments of the songs that I was listening to because I know that his fan base is like super loyal. So mm-hmm. I was uh, very, I was so fucking surprised at the shit that niggas was saying, because his fan base is kind of like a lot like uh, the Joe Budden fan base, not the new Joe Budden fan base, the old Joe Budden fan base the mood music 
fan base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and fucking the NF fan base. I don't, I don't know if you know who he is, but I, I talk a lot about that dude with tone and shit. Um, because I hate him. But uh, those dudes are mad emotional, and they're mad depressed, and they're mad vulnerable, and people mm-hmm. fucking relate to that. And they make they make music, they make sad just like me music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Damn, I'm sad just like you. And people who sitting in the crib sad, they like, damn, this nigga sad just like me. And he rich. And he cool. Damn. And they fucking fall in love with this nigga. And uh, so with that said, like, I got respect. I, I, I peeped the movement from the outside looking in. I got respect. But I never I never really appreciated it and shit. Well, Dorian, I wasn't really a big fan. Like, back, back when he first came out and shit like that. And it's funny because I remember uh, – when he came out, I, I remember never, like, you know. I never didn't enjoy his music. His music was always, like, the kind of shit I liked, like, the melody, kind of the, uh, not the emotionality, not not the complaining and shit, but the, the melodies and shit. Well, I guess that was the thing that was, like, in that time, what are you talking about, like, back in, like, 07, 08 and shit like that? That was, like, you know, everything. Yeah, AP Dub. Like, yeah, AP, AP Dub. Dub Tom. Uh, but you know, well, just even musically, like that whole like Kanye era, that you know, what I mean, that that you know, Summers of Doom and Mad Lib and shit, you know what I mean? So in that time, yep, you know what I mean. But uh, so obviously, like was, you know, niggas, niggas was niggas was heavy, heavy, heavy underground and shit like that, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. But uh, robots, for real. Uh, I think they actually just came out some, some shit recently. But even coming going they back, did. I remember just seeing him on some mixtape. And I wasn't really the biggest fan of a lot of his mixtape shit. But then I remember back in, when I was, like, recording with uh, fucking Vance and them and shit. And uh, I remember, like, you know, we had a track. And then I remember we was, like, we were, like I had this one job where I was singing on. And it was, like, damn, dog. Like, yo, you got good resonance in your voice. You can get your Cuddy bag. I'm like, Cuddy bag? What? Nigga, what? And then it was kind of crazy because, be, like. You could be just I, like Cuddy. I mean, that's the funny thing because, you know, niggas probably should have leaned in because, you know, six months later, Drake doing that same shit. You know what I mean? And, I mean, you know, now nigga Cuddy took off. Nigga. I was looking, I was cleaning out my email yesterday for fucking like four hours. The shit just kept downloading 100,000 emails no matter what I told it to do. So I ended up having to delete like mad shit and, you know, kind of save my old stuff. So, bro, I literally was looking at shit that I sent you from like 013. Like, come on, bro, let's work on this. Or like, (laughs) it was crazy. Or like 014, you sending shit back, like with the notes written down, like B, A, C, sharp. Like, all right, we in here. <laughs> so that was kind of funny just to see how long niggas have really just been at shit and just been trying to, like, you know, put together some type of momentum and shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel like uh, Cuddy, Cuddy could have been easily one of these other niggas if he would have uh, not, you know, if he would have pulled the Jewels or a D-Rose, rather. He pulled the D-Rose. Yeah, but I think low cut and came back with dreads. Yeah, but I think he, I think he did alright for himself. I mean, even like the last project that he had, uh, uh, I forget what it was called. He had the one track with uh, Raphael Sadiq. Had a track called Bomb on Jeans and shit. Uh, and it was about taking off Bomb on Jeans. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, that, that was cool. did, when you say you think he did pretty well. What's what, in what terms, nigga? Because I disagree. I, I mean, well, I don't think like because I, I guess with the sound for what he was doing. I don't know if he was necessarily like quote unquote commercially successful, but I feel like in the pocket that he had, and I guess in terms of just the influence that he had, I feel like he did pretty well. You know, he does a lot like of. I, said, I feel like he has a loyal fan base. I feel like he yeah. has a very loyal fan base, but I definitely feel like he's not uh, capitalizing off all of his potential. 
And I feel like no. he ain't moving around as much as he could be and he should be. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, I, I feel a lot of it is kind of – what is that? Oh, there we go. <laughs> but uh, I feel like a lot of that is uh, Kanye, Kanye kind of running, you know, kind of running with his style a bit. Uh, but, I, you know, and then he had his struggles and shit like that, too, you know, with depression and shit like that, so, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of yeah. stuff. Nothing not, not I can really blame him for. But yeah. like I said, I don't, I don't really listen to that nigga at all. So, yeah. you got a couple of good projects, you know what I mean? Um, like I mean, I probably would like him if I did listen to him. I just can't find myself. I can't listen. I can't indulge in shit like that. Like I make music, dog. So I can't listen to niggas like him. I can't listen to yeah. niggas who. Yeah, I can't do that shit. Fucking one. I was uh, I saw some video. This kid made some some piece of video online. It was awesome. This nigga was writing into uh, rappers on Patreon and paying them money for advice. So mm-hmm. he he uh he started off with like Jada and Styles and like Sheik and shit, mm-hmm. and these niggas was just giving him just whatever old bullshit. So he ended up hitting a red man, asking him for advice. This nigga red man gave him like a ten minute video with a whole outline, with like from beginning to end all of the fucking advice uh, a nigga could ask for, and was Damn, like, that's... yo, honestly. You should tip me. I'm giving you more. You should tip me. And then, like, really <laughs> kept going. And then at the very end, when he ran out of shit, it was just like, what else can I think of? Because there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Like, but yeah, Red Red went in. I'm going to send you that video. It's a really good video. I had uh, I had Tone watch it. And Tone was hyper than I was at the end of it. But anyway, long story short, one of the biggest things that Red was emphasizing was don't listen to the radio. Don't listen to whatever's popular. Try not try try your best to avoid that shit if possible. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I've been doing that shit for years. Great. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, but I think the thing with Cuddy though is that he he while he was popular, he wasn't necessarily like a radio commodity. But the thing is, yeah, you listen to what's on the radio. On the radio when it was out. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, that's the biggest hit that he had. You know what I mean? In the in the in the you know what I mean poker face remix and shit. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I would I would argue that most artists don't have bigger hits than their first hit. That's kind of normal. Yeah, but but I feel like for the influence that he's had on the game, it's kind of weird because, you know, obviously, like, a lot of niggas just ran with his style, you know what I mean? So that whole singer-rapper shit, you know. Yeah. He was, he was one yeah, of the pioneers. He ain't the first one, though. He, he, he ain't the first, he, he ain't, he ain't the first he but, but but he, he definitely brought the shit to market, though. You know what I mean? So. Come on, man. Ja Rule, Nelly. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it's it's a different way, though. You know what I mean? Like, them, no, they no, were Nelly. Yes. Nelly, 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 you want to go into your ride with me? Okay, okay, come on, bro. All right, all right, all right. I, I'll see, I'll see that. I'll see that. That, that, that shit was popping, though. Ne- nah, yeah, yeah. Shouts out to ne- yo, Nelly's first album was a classic, dog. I don't, I don't oh, hell yeah, that shit made me buy the Saint Lunatic album. <laughs> I know something you don't know, and I got something to tell you. Um, it's funny too, cause Nelly's brother got locked up on some. Uh, I think he got, he either got locked up. No, he got locked up on some street shit. You ever seen Nelly brother? Nelly brother is his twin, but he don't look shit like him. And he a real yeah, street nigga. Nelly got a twin brother. Yeah, but he a real street nigga. Like wow, when Nelly got caught with all that heroin and shit, definitely was his brother. Wow. Yeah, you gotta look that shit up. It's I think that's funny as shit because the same thing with Plies. Plies got a brother who a real, real street nigga, and he the one you don't fuck with. Um, well, Game got a brother. 
remember what uh with Nelly though, you know, he used to actually run, run with Ramscribe up here, you know, where we're from and shit. Before yeah, he I even got imagine. on. Yeah, I would you, you can't be telling people where we're from. But uh I can't <laughs> don't nobody know who Ram Squad is anyway. But exactly. I can't uh uh yeah. Yeah, I can't. I wonder, fucking, but, but I wonder if his brother was that connection, that. Like that. So yeah, like what the fuck is that? Like I don't even know what that means. You say he was a fucking connector with Ram Squad. I'm like, what? Well, that's the funny thing is not. Nah, well, the thing is, Ram Squad, you know, they were actually like, you know, they were set to actually be pretty big. Uh, but obviously, oh, no, like, shit, you know, no shit. yeah, but who? But you know, they they kind of went down with who they're affiliated with and shit like that. Uh, we'll leave that to the audience. The you know. Figure that out. Find, out. find out what the story is with that. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, let's not even mention none of that real street shit because we, we don't know nothing about that. We not well, them niggas. We real niggas, but we ain't them niggas. Yeah, I ain't that real. Um, all right, R.I.P. for the nigga. Uh, matter of fact, no R.I.P. Kim Jong Un died. Um, he did. I ain't he look did? for it. Yeah, he that nigga did? dead today. That nigga dead today. Really? I ain't yes. look for it, but it seemed like nobody really cared. I guess that's what it's like to die as a fucking despotic tyrant and shit. Well, it's funny because well, it's funny because uh, I remember uh, I was talking to my girl about it earlier, and she was saying how like you know they had the hashtag Kim Jong Un Undead, but you know if you read it the wrong way, it says Kim Jong Undead, like you know like zombie King Jong Un. Yeah, yeah, he's undead. He's undead. Yeah, yeah. So all right, well, I just looked it up, and apparently he's not dead. He's in a a vegetative state. Well, it's weird because to be dead. Well, it's funny because they were they're like, trying to make sure the clone they trying to make sure this clone thing work out before they say anything. Well, the funny thing is they they like earlier in the week I remember like you know there was like rumors about him being like you know in in fucking critical care and shit like that critical state. But then like you know the oh, last saying that's like nah he's fine man he had a surgery and he's doing all right. But now it's like oh nah dog I, you know I think it's fucked up. So but that's the thing. So what does that mean like globally for like you know North Korea? I don't think it really means shit really at the end of the day, but. But they're gonna find another nigga to prop up, and that's just gonna be what it is, you know. So yeah, but it was funny. They're gonna find the nigga that looked closest like him, and they just gonna put the suit on him and slick his hair back, and that's gonna be him. But it's funny because like South Korea was actually like saying that he was alive and well. So I'm like, damn, like why y'all lying for these niggas? Y'all beefing with these niggas, you know what I mean? So that is kind of weird. But but I think it's kind of like an why are they even reporting on what's going on there? I mean, they don't communicate. Well, nah, they, they need to know, I mean, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got a crazy nigga, like, you know, just north of you that could, like, you know, snap any other day. You know, you want to know what's going on over there, you know, even if even if y'all on quote-unquote good terms, you know what I mean? I still want to know what's happening, man, because, you know, niggas... Yeah, is, but don't they, still, don't they still stay separate, though? It's not well, like they, they don't open their doors for niggas to just come in and do what the fuck they want. Nah, well, they have, well, nah, they have a border and they have a demilitarized zone around the border. And essentially, they yeah, just I, know. Agree, I watched that agree. whole documentary on that shit. Yeah, yeah. So the agreement is that, like, you know, niggas don't cross this line. But I think, like, you know, per dis- diplomacy and shit like that, they, you know, they, they gotta, they gotta have conversations. You know what I mean? Even if so it's like back channel. You just told me you don't really believe is what it comes down to. No, nah, I believe it to an extent. But granted, like, you know, I mean, you only really know the real story if you if you're in the mix. But you know, if you ain't in the mix, you don't know what's really happening and shit like that. So. Yeah, but but I mean but but not but not. I mean but I can I can see that nigga being being dead being fucked up and like you know North Korea lying about that shit like nah he good you know what I mean he all right he all right of you know what I mean yeah, it's like weekend at Bernie's bro 
I mean, exactly. They're going to drop that front of that nigga, you know what I mean? Just like, put, this, put some sunglasses on that nigga, you know what I mean? The really, oh, you, you need know, to, the, you really oh, need to ask got Dennis. Dude. They got to ask Dennis Rodman, because Dennis Rodman yeah, is he old Dennis? boy and shit like that. Because Dennis you really know I mean? would know. Yeah, Dennis so that, know. you know what I mean? That's his well, man. He seemed a little upset that. last time I was over there. So. Um, No, nah, I was going to say fucking, no, they got this app out. I took a, a picture. Let me see if I can pull the picture up quick enough to not be a, a pain in the ass. But I took a picture of this fucking app because you can literally, it's like, remember I told you about the deep fakes and shit? Yeah. Well, this shit is an app that you can download and you can basically just move niggas' faces around. It's called Mug Life, right? So I'm showing you because the people can't really, you know what I mean? So the girl, she she took a picture of the dog. She set the points on where the dog's uh, nose was, the ends mm-hmm. of his lips and his cheeks. And then she started talking into her camera, and it was the dog talking. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I knew that this technology existed, but I don't ever really be concerned about technology until it's, like, literally on a, like, consumer level like that or like it is now. So now well, I'm really concerned about it because a nigga could take a picture of me and have me saying some foul shit. Well, that's the thing. Now in the days that they got, you know what I mean, the Tupac and the Michael Jackson holograms, and now they can do deep fakes and shit like that. So. Now, you know, they can pretty much do anything if they want to, for real. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, know, I know, I know, but I know uh, they actually passed, like, a, a law last year to actually ban deep fakes and shit like that. So, uh, granted, you it? know, uh, Congress, passed con- Congress passed it. But I, but I think that's yeah, more or less, like, but I think that's, that's, like, more or less, like, major, major, major broadcasting organizations can't run deep fakes. But then again, I mean, that's not not to say that a nigga make a deep fake of you and then first post off, shit on Twitter, and you know what I mean, and you know, shoot. Yeah, crazy. but first off, you you can't identify it. Secondly, well, who is it a crime against if you do do it? Who the fuck is going to prosecute you? Thirdly, the thing is, most uh-huh. of these corporations that they're trying to hold liable for this shit, they actually exist overseas, so it don't matter. You tell a nigga he can't do some shit, he can go over there and do it. He can do what but he wants. These but countries I think are bigger than. I mean, these corporations are bigger than countries. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but I feel like even like you know with deep fakes, I mean, you know, motherfuckers know how to read metadata that shit, shit like that. So if the shit's out, I mean, motherfuckers can debunk some shit pretty quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, kinda. But at this point, where advertising is right now, you don't necessarily need to run something on television to for it to like bring attention to your product. Like, there's ways to get advertising done without you know taking the, the conventional means that people expect. Like, there's product placement in all types of other places. Like, they pay motherfuckers to go stand in front of hotels and just, like, wear shit. Like, yeah, that's true. There's all types of ways that they get it done that we don't necessarily pay attention to or, or you know, that we don't think about. We're not, yeah, not necessarily really privy of and shit like that, but, you know, just yeah. just like the, that, that second-hand influence shit to wear. It's not necessarily anything that's direct, but, you know. You see a nigga walking down the street with some sneakers on me, like, yo, those just fly. And, you know, come to think that, like, you know, somebody paid for him to wear an exact color shirt that, you know, would get your attention so you can actually look down at the sneakers and shit like that. So, yo, dead ass, bro. It goes that deep. It goes that fucking deep. And I mean, not to to mention the phones, like, literally recording you and then suggesting the things that you were just talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because I'm always that happened to you. I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with the homies at my job in a room about uh about coffins, my guy. 
about Damn. picking out coffins. These niggas suggested coffins to me when I went to go text somebody after that. Wow. So did you go like on a you go onto an app and shit like that? You just see like the little John at the bottom for like coffins and shit. So Yes. Uh, yes. I remember uh or like you know, I was looking up fucking new beds and shit like that. And the next thing you know, like in every video you see, you see a fucking advertisement for that shit. And this is crazy because how how deep it runs, man. So well, the problem is when I'm like, like I'm sitting here talking to Tone about all of this dark ass, you know, dark web conspiracy shit, and this motherfucker, he's talking about this, and we talking about that, and throughout that thing, a subject comes up, and then I go open my phone, and they like, oh, you need some of these, and I'm like, oh, you bitch ass niggas, <laughs> like, you bitch ass niggas. No, I don't need none of those. So. I mean, you know, start cutting the phone off and shit like that. So. Nah, it ain't shit you can do, man. My homie, uh, he responded to my, uh, I put some on Instagram earlier, me asking Alexa if it was going to be a nice day. This nigga responded and was like, you know that thing is listening to you. I mean, I know we got cell phones, but geez. And like, I blew this nigga mind like maybe six, seven years ago on some shit. And then like three or four years ago, he came back to me and was like, look, even though I'm gay, I still fucking believe in God. And I see all of this stuff. I'm so glad that you took the time to talk to me. And I'm sorry I clowned you for it. Like, it's funny as shit. It's crazy. Wow. So he's the wokest gay nigga I know in my life now. It's crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So this nigga was like, yeah, you know that Alexa is listening to you. And I'm sitting here looking at him like, nigga, and the TV's recording you and your phone is giving you cancer. And what else, motherfucker? What the fuck? You can't live your life in fear, though, nigga. Like, you, got, you carry a fucking laptop on you. What do you yeah, think is happening? You think that is? I remember before when I used to actually uh, like you know be typing papers and shit, and I would have my laptop on my lap. My mom used to always be like, "Yo, put that laptop on the table." You? you know what I mean? Stop put, put yeah. that laptop on your table. Don't put, don't type with that thing in your fucking legs and shit like that. I'm like, damn, really? So, yeah, like, nigga. The laptop, you know what I mean? But you know. Yeah, but that's that's marketing, man. Yeah, yeah. it is, man. All right, well, let's lighten it up, man. Fucking Wayne appreciation. It's the year to Wayne, my guy. Come on, man. Where you at, man? Where we at, all right. my guy? Uh, all right, cool. So this is Jonas from, uh, I got one here from uh, Best Rapper Alive. Since the Best Rapper retired? Yeah. Dearly departed, erased and deleted. No prints, no plates, no face, no trace. Out of sight, out of mind. No court, no case. Sellers chain, oh, celebrate. Block party, second line. Zulu Ball, Essence Fest, Jazz Fest, Mardi Gras. Shorty Bounce, Body Rock, now he dropped, now he got. <laughs> Family Cry, Tell the Feds, Tell the Cops, Smell a Rat coming to the back of the house. The spot, tap, tap, knock, knock, who is that? Pow, trigger nigga, hoodie man, tell the kids. I think he's be having fun. Now he was just dancing around on the track and shit like that. I, I yeah. did that no justice with the recital over there, but. You know, no, it's all good. I, I feel like I feel like you be doing odd numbers of bars too. Like I feel like you be doing like nine bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to highlight certain things that he's saying, you know what I mean? So it's great. Right. Like I, I like, you know what I mean? I try not to get caught in the cadence of it all. Uh and I specifically try to read it back. So I'm just reading it back rather than trying to fucking recite it. Yeah, you ain't trying to be spitting it. <laughs> nah, yeah. you know what I mean? So I feel uh, you. Because honestly, like, cause, you know what I mean? It's just shit's clever, man. Wordplay. Honestly, like, yeah. his, his double entendre level is like, he's like a, 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 a third of what Jay has in mm -hmm. some cases. 
but you know what I mean? But it's, it's nice to actually go back and go appreciate it. The only thing is I feel like, you know, with, with Wayne in his heyday, you know what I mean? Like, especially like, you know, after fucking like Carter, Carter three and shit like that, you just got mm-hmm. inundated with so much shit that you couldn't really appreciate, you know, couldn't really appreciate it quite as much. But now, his mind you know, was like my email and shit. shit but but like, now that, you know, he's taking a couple of years off and shit like that, you know, it's, it, it's easy to kind of, you know, appreciate it more and shit, so. Yeah. Like, just to add on what you were saying about uh, his auntie. If it's entertaining, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Damn, this is boy funny as shit. This nigga went and got the court from the fucking... These, all right, so basically, I tried to... I was trying to play basketball on this basketball court around the corner at this car dealership. They got, like, a little court they outside. A court, they had a court at a car dealership? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not even supposed to be there. So, like, I told this nigga about it. <laughs> he went and asked him for it. <laughs> I'm about to have a court real quick. We about to have a court. That's what's anyway. Up. Yeah. Is it outdoor yeah. court, indoor court? Oh, uh, it's outdoor, Joe. I mean, is it like facing the street? You know, they, well, that's the that's the thing. You could you could probably run until they, you know, what I mean, until the cops come and shit like that. You know what I mean? So you good. It's, I got an alleyway. It ain't nobody gonna be drawing on me in the alleyway. I got a uh, I got a police station at the end of my block. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the only thing I'm concerned about is niggas playing on it. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. You know, draw, but that's probably, you know, whatever. That's life. Yeah. But anyway, back to Wayne. So to add on what you were saying, you were saying like his entendre level is like a third of what Jay's is, bro. But you know what he does so well. His descriptions. He's like, not necessarily what Nas as far as like how how detailed his descriptions be, but man, he paints a fucking picture. It'd be bright and it'd be colorful and it'd be fun. It'd be vivid. So yeah. I will give him that. I'll give him that almost even over Jay. I'll give him that. Like when he he say some words and I'll be like, this nigga right here. Jay, 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 Jay ain't he ain't that guy really for that that much. Nah. Uh let's go. Let's go. So I'm doing old shit because I always only do old shit. Um, this is the welcome to the concrete jungle joint with him and Joel is also the dedication to. Okay. Uh, this nigga said, let's see, B-E-N-Z-A-M-G, 21 inches, and I got them bitches skin deep, tent me, and anything can happen. I ain't rapping. I got to do this slow because I be fucking it up. I ain't shooting at your soldiers, bitch. I'm going for the captain. I ain't shooting at your shoulders, bitch. I'm going for your captain. I won't stop capping till your wings start flapping. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna keep going. Won't stop capping till your wings start flapping. I ain't going for the soldier. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Yeah, I ain't going for the soldier boy. I'm going for the captain. I ain't going for the soldier boy. I'm going for the captain. And I won't start. I won't stop capping capping till your wings start flapping. And he said, and you. You just the an angel in the street full of gangsters and me. I'm from the home where murder make you famous. Continue with the angel bar, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the way, man. For real, man. There will never be another. I will say that. BCF. Yeah. Definitely was definitely was the best rapper since the best rapper retired. But even though yeah. the best rapper didn't really retire. Best rapper dropped two albums like within the last year or two. Yeah. 
I mean, if you count the uh, the JLX, John. Yeah. I will. Yeah, because um, that, that definitely was an album. Yeah, Sneak. for real. Did you uh did you ever catch that uh that Puff and Drake live, yo? I started it. I need to. I need. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I need to actually. It's all good, man. That shit was sixteen minutes. I'm about to sum that joint up for you right now. All right. Puff told Drake he was in his top five. Puff told Drake he was in his top five. Yeah. I can see that. Was, I can see that. I can see that though. He was like, "Look here, nigga." He was like, "Look here, nigga." Young boy. You've been around for a while. I didn't see you. You've been here. You've been there. You don't put in all types of work. So I feel like I could say you in my top five. I can see that. <laughs> this nigga Drake was like, he was like, yo, that wouldn't like that wouldn't mean nearly as much coming from anybody else. <laughs> Those people standing behind you, that's my family. And that's when Puff Sons was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a big jerk off for us, to be honest. That was, that was. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a lot of flattery right there. Like, yeah, man, that would mean. I don't know, man. That's just. And then Drake said he was going to donate uh money to to Puffs whatever thing he had. Going Puffs on. thing, yeah, because he, he's doing like a dance off to donate money to the cause and shit. But it's what weird. Though, uh, I guess like pretty much he was doing like a dance off to donate money to uh, go towards like you know to help uh, essential workers and hospital workers and shit like that. So. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. Nobody ever does the research to figure out where these charity monies be going and shit. How often mm-hmm. and how, how frequently do you think they actually, like, like in percentage value, how, how frequently do you think they actually don't make it to the places that they're supposed to make it? Uh, I'm probably going to say. And I'm not talking about the sketchy ones. I'm talking about the ones that me and you share and we talk about and support. I'm going to say, uh, I'm probably saying it's going like to be like a 5 to 7% chance. I feel like most of it, even if they don't get, even if they don't get as much money, as we think is going to go there, I think, like, you know, because at the well, end of the know, day... Legally, they only have to give but so much to be, because they yeah. got to function as a business, so they still have to be able to pay out the people, and, you know, they just, yeah. what it is, is they just can't really claim profits and shit at the end of the year. Yeah. That's my a thing non-profit. Is like, my thing is, it beats a blank, though, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, niggas could have not oh, did definitely. it at all, you know what I mean? So no, definitely. Like, if you, yeah. if you function every day, you go to work, you pay out all your employees, and then you make enough money so you can come back the next year to do it again. Uh, and you only end up giving about 5% of everything that you've raised to the cause that you actually don't. Fuck it. Hopefully you'll give 10 next year, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And even with that, you know what I mean? Like you paid other motherfuckers in the process of raising money for this. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah. You, uh, you've helped, so. you've helped this to sustain like lives and shit. Yeah. So, you know what I mean, so it works out both ways. Like for instance, like, you know, you got the shop, uh, P's and Q's, you know, I mean, they collaborated with a couple brands and they actually made a t-shirt specifically, you know, it was like kind of a collaboration between them and like a community organization. And between that community organization, they were donating money to a lot of hospitals working in the city. You know what I mean? And, you know, so it kept, you know, yeah, it's dope. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a thing where it's like, you know, we keeping it's our doors cool. open. Cycling. You know what I mean, so, and I feel like, yeah. that, I feel like that's the type of capitalism I fuck with. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're giving back, you know what I mean? So. It reminds me of something. It's sort of unrelated, but it it reminds me of something. That is dope. I'm sorry. Let me let you finish. Yeah. No, yeah, because I I feel like that's kind of dope because, you know, when you can actually do something for yourself but then service a greater purpose while getting yours, I think it's great. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, I feel feel like going forward, you know, granted, I'm going to say, like, that should be the way things go. But 
I think, you know, particularly among this idea, but, but, some of us got to make guns for a living. Yeah, but that's the thing. But, you know, shit, man, if, I, if you take, man, 1% of every gun you make, you, you sell, and you put that towards fucking being anything, you know what I mean? You, you fucking provide food for somebody or, you know what I mean? Or, you know, fucking give it to your local fire station, shit like that. Like, if you do it, some shit like that, you know what I mean? Like, even still, that's if you give you it. An, you're talking about you as an individual? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, any business. I mean, if, if you're paying something forward and, you, and you're like, while you're profiting, even if you're giving a, a minute, about, minute amount, you know what I mean? I feel like that's a good way to do it. And it's not like it's, it's not like you don't get a tax break for it anyway, you know what I mean? So No, you know, you know what's funny? Um, what was the boy name? Uh, Alva Edison? Thomas Edison? Thomas Edison? Yeah. He said, um, he said if, a, if a business makes only money, it's a very poor business. Uh, I personally feel like any six, any good business, any good successful business has a has an identity in the community, and yeah. does a lot more behind the scenes just to even be able to maintain, just to even be able to pull strings, just to be able to make deals. Does a lot more behind the scenes than actually you know you see on that number line. You yeah. Know what I mean? So, but, like, I, but I feel that's necessary. Yeah, but I, but I think but anytime you can do something that's even that's active, like even look at Apple, right, with the red phones and shit like that, like it's kind of works both ways, right? Because the red phone is fly as shit. They're making money yeah. off of that, but with each red phone, and they, they advertising their product because they're giving yeah. out their logo. Yeah, and yeah, and of course. I I get you. That's what's that? What's that symbiotic? That whole symbiotic relationship? Like I I I feel that, dog. I feel like, um, I read this book called Zero to One, uh, Peter Thiel, the dude who developed a whole bunch of shit. Um, but anyway, that dude he was basically talking about the importance of developing monopolies. Mm-hmm. He was talking about basically like. There's too many businesses that are just trying to have races to the bottom within already existing industries. And obviously that's not going to help anybody and that's not going to help any economies and it's not going to drive better products or ideas. He was like, what you need to do is we need to go out and we need to figure out what niches we can directly market to so that we can develop products that actually speak more directly to people and deal more directly with people. And also that get a little bit deeper and closer to the root of the problems of what certain industries might be dealing with. But then mm-hmm. also because that will, instead of us leeching off of motherfuckers, we become the whale that everybody leeches off of and we build that industry. And uh, he was saying like, that that's just necessary. Like, cause if, if niggas do that, if you, if you get it in your mind to do that, not only will you create a product, but you'll create a product line, you'll create an industry. And then yeah. you'll have to you'll have to have products to support the product, and you know what I'm saying. And it'll change the world, hopefully. Yeah, but I guess this kind of like goes back to like you know that that Deepak Chopra, you know, what I mean, shit to where like you know when you're fi- when you're you're what is, when you're living and like you know you're doing stuff in service to others. You know what I mean? It it, it multiplies through completion. Exactly, you know what I mean. So yeah. So. It's funny I end up getting back into Deepak Chopra and shit because you know this nigga Charlemagne's been doing interviews with him online and shit like that more frequently and shit. So, but uh, yeah, he actually had a yeah, he actually had a pretty. It's funny because I remember like listening to him, reading him the first time. It was like from a Pharrell bar and shit like that. You know what I mean? Say, you know what I mean? I'm in the back room listening to Deepak Chopra, I was trying to figure out how I'm gonna act on Oprah and shit. And then uh, you know Kanye used to always talk about that nigga. And then like I actually read one of his books and I'm like, damn, it's cool, man, because. You know, even when he says, like, you know, he talks about, like, the whole spiritualism and shit like that, where ideas come from and everything. But 
uh, you know what I mean? He, you know, it's a lot of that there. But then once you start talking about like, you know, when you start applying that to business and that philosophy when it goes into business, I can definitely see how that can actually bear better fruits than, all right, you know, let's just try to make as much money as we can make. You know what I mean? You know, it's, Absolutely. I feel like when you're purpose driven, I feel like it go, you go a lot further because, you know, there's community in this shit, you know what I mean? Rather than just, you know, you're tra- you, rather than you taking, you know what I mean? You're providing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, plus, plus there's kind of like, there's almost an inherent feeling that even if you fail, you, you've done something worth doing. So, exactly. you know what I mean? Or even if it doesn't necessarily pay off or pay you, then you can, you can at least sit back and go, all right, well, that was the right thing to do. And I can sleep at night. Yeah. Um, but, you know. We ain't all that guy. Here, I got I got one for you. All right. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs right here. Let's see if it'll let's see if it'll focus. Uh, look, uh, up a little bit. There we go. Being the richest man in the cemetery doesn't matter to me. Going to bed at night saying we've done something wonderful, that's what matters to me. I like that. Pretty much what I just said. So um yeah, I mean it's all about that, bro. It's all about that. Now, let's not be so deep on these people. Come on, man. Let's loosen this shit up a little bit. Deepak uh, Chopra? Yeah, is he a pagan? Deepak Chopra? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't know, man. Because he was he was quoting John uh, the other day and shit like that. So Yeah, but philosophers love philosophy, man. They just, yeah. they're real indiscriminate when it comes to taking people's truths as long as they believe them. I'm yeah. the same way. I quote, I quote a fucking pagan. I don't give a fuck. I'll quote the Bible. I quote a pagan. If it's truth in it, it's truth in it, baby. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know about necessarily his beliefs. So, but then granted, granted, you know, he's he's got this particular image of himself anyway and shit like that. So I don't necessarily know. Yeah, he's supposed to be transcendent anyway. Yeah. Um, but to 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 wrap that puff shit back around, um. Drake was yeah, basically saying that, yeah, pop shit. <laughs> Drake was, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Drake, Drake was basically saying that like we all need to like keep the same energy. <laughs> like basically, as Puff was jerking him off, and as he was jerking Puff back off, he looked at Puff Dan in his eyes and whispered in his ear, "Yo, we need to keep the same energy when this quarantine shit is over." Nah, um, I dig that. I dig that. Yeah, he was basically just saying like you know the camaraderie and this love and shit going forward we should we should remember like how close we were to uh to you know understanding and death and and, and appreciation and gratefulness and all of that shit i give him a yeah. little credit for taking the moment to say that yeah that's the funny thing because like, he was on know, live though so he was pandering but either way i mean he didn't have to say it he doesn't have to say anything for real I mean, honestly, uh, no, that's not true. Drake is Drake is known for his character and his personality. Motherfuckers love it when he talks, and and if he don't talk, people will notice. Yeah, but the thing is, but it, saying that type of stuff, that's not generally in the character that you think about Drake. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's he said subtle things to that to that that regard. You know what I mean? Like, you'll hear nah, things Puff been on his black excellence shit, so he got it. What, when he's in the that, presence of Puff, he got to do that. Yeah, I guess and no. I mean, well. And I don't even want to get into that whole story of maybe what happened with him and Puff, but no, Puff Puff smacked his ass or punched him. Yeah, does yeah. I, look, I've never heard anybody deny that it happened. I've only I've only ever heard disputes on whether it was a punch or a smack, whether it was close hand or open him. hand. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, I guess they beef is over now, though. That's cool. I don't Should like I when have... powerful niggas beef. 
what did he say? He said, I had fucking beef with bad boys who wasn't pretending. <laughs> so, so that shit was hilarious. Uh, that was a good intro. That was a good intro, yo. Fucking intro, fucking Scorpion. It's funny. I was actually thinking about, well, kind of just to transition a little bit. I was actually thinking about Scorpion before. I feel like Scorpion is like Drake's like blueprint two and shit. Because uh, okay. it's super okay. fucking long. Kind of overproduced. Super, yeah, it's super long, days. overproduced. A lot of fluff. I mean, I feel like because a lot of it wasn't him. even him. Uh, so a lot, yeah, a lot of fluff. Well, but granted, because he has some really solid tracks on there, like Sanders Rose and shit like that. Even when you go back yeah. and you listen to shit like that, like he got some like some deep shit. But then you yeah. know, it gets lost in the fluff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, this nigga had a, had a song with a Michael Jackson joint on there. He had a song called Final Fantasy and shit. I feel like you know he, if he'd have trimmed the fat, you know what I mean. Then again, I mean, still on that album, you know, he got he got some cuts that are dope, like fucking jaded. Yo, uh, he is too big of a fucking artist to be going out saying he featuring people when they dead, or 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 saying he featuring people when they just sample. Like, come on, man, he's too big for that. Don't do that. Don't troll. The don't fuck? troll. Yeah, that's trolling. That's like, come on, Drake featuring yeah. Lauryn Hill. Yeah, I dig that. Get the fuck out of my face. That's stupid, man. If I was Lauren Hill, I'd be like, yo, come on. Don't be telling I mean, people I'm going to be there when I'm not going to be there. They already won't there. forgive me for the last time I said I was going to be there and didn't show up. So, yeah. Come on. I should have got a laugh for that one. Yeah. Shit. Well, that's um, the thing with Lauren, though, because it's weird because, man, I keep hearing about her having an album out. And I remember, like, seeing the album on the internet, but not seeing an album that actually came out. It's just crazy. Granted, I don't even know I mean, if it's I'm even not real. looking for it, man. I'm not looking for it. If I was looking for it, I could be able to speak authoritatively on it and be like, yeah, man, that shit dropped 018 or whatever. But nah, I mean, she could have had four albums time, in the last four years. I the only one I really look forward to look for is uh, Erica Badu, actually. Is, uh, her shit the only is actually. Well, you a wild like, ass nigga. Missy, nigga. Only one. Well, Missy. I mean, I haven't heard him. Well, Missy what? shit more she recently. dropped but... a video two days ago. Really? Yeah. I don't watch music videos, man. Nigga, nobody watches music videos. But Missy is nah. the only person whose music video I would turn on just for the hell of it because it's Missy. Because she's nah. going to innovate. Even today, she finds a way to innovate. But nah, she's I just got to give it there. Well, no, no, just, I'm not even talking about Missy. Not, no disrespect oh, okay. to Missy, Erica but, Badu. you know. Yeah, but nah, I was listening to, like, a, uh, I remember about, like, a year ago. I had to finally listen through like the whole uh, fucking, you know, but you can't use my phone mixtape and shit. And I'm like, damn, dog, I was kind of kicking myself in the ass. I'm like, yo, this show is fucking fire, man. Cause, yeah, uh, she nice for shit. She just, what's crazy about her is just like whatever bag she want to get into. Like, yeah. She's so, capable of a lot. But it's funny, I remember uh, when I was in New York last year. Well, like one of my homies' wedding, he said that like he had he said he had like a, a short window of opportunity to try to bag Erica Badu, but he was shook. <laughs> it was just hilarious. He said, so he said she was shook because it was like it was funny because he was uh and this is like years back, like when niggas was in college and shit, and he was saying how like you know there was like an event that they were throwing and she was there, and when she was leaving, he was out front, and then like you know. He was like kind of just showing up the home and she walked up, she gave him the eye, and they, you know what I mean? He started eye fucking and she gave this nigga a look like, yo, so what's up? And he was like, damn. And he said, like, he kind of just got shook and I was like, all right, well, have a good night and shit like that. Thanks for coming and shit. But he was like, damn, man, if I knew then what I knew now, man, I'd have did it dirty, man. But back then, I was just thinking that, like, man, she used to fuck with Andre. Yeah. 
K. She got a kid with EOC and shit like that, man. I'm going to do this shit, but then it's just kind of funny as so. Yeah, I felt that same way about uh, the stewardess when I was working at the airport. But, you know, that's not here nor there. Yeah, I mean, so you um, got to get that seat back up, man. Yeah, I was a child. I didn't know that that's what she wanted at the time. And I ain't had nowhere to take her. I ain't know that I could have just took her in the bathroom. I didn't have I didn't have that uh, that disrespect hadn't developed in my heart at that time yet. <laughs> well, that's the um, funny thing because it's disrespect, but then it's respect at the other time. You know what I mean? No, it's not respect. It's not respect. Yeah, well, it's, it's not it's, respect. It's well, I'm not gonna say it's respect. It's can't find the word. I'll find the word though. I'll find it by by it. If anything, it's probably a lack of self respect as well. A lack of self respect. Yeah. Also, absolutely. You don't think it's like a sense of adventure and all and everything like that, too? Maybe. I don't yeah. want to judge nobody. I don't want to judge nobody. But no, nah, I don't really see it that way. Don't get me wrong. I done done some things. I've been in some places. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm unprepared to talk about that. Wow, what you feel about it? You want to well, go into it? it? Yeah, nah, you want to go into it? No, nah, not really. Nah, I right. ain't, nah, nah, not right now. So yeah, ATL is opening back up, or they open back up already. Well, okay. Georgia is open back up. Yeah, I know. I know uh, what's the name? Two Chains is catching shit because he tried to open up his uh, restaurant and shit. So uh, I don't. I don't know if it's re- quite ready, quite time for restaurants and shit to open back up quite yet. But it is weird. I feel like you know if they get a handle on this shit, then great. But I, I still don't feel like. We really have a handle on this shit. I feel like niggas just feel like at this point it's like, listen, man, we gonna have to just figure this shit out. Niggas get it, they get it. You don't, you don't. You know what I mean? So, cause every everybody's looking at Sweden and they're seeing how Sweden is, and it's just like, yeah, but when you look at Sweden and you look at actually that see Sweden's numbers, and then you see what type of country that Sweden is. You know, because they have like a a, a pseudo police state and they they have a good surveillance state. They have a, they do a better job of actually like you know separate who's who and shit like that so uh while it's here it's pretty wide open so you know and then the thing is like you know a lot of niggas you know talking shit and i guess this will kind of fold into the whole shit i disrespect you know what i mean i guess like you know this whole 2020 hindsight you know what i mean you know fucking the niggas saying that like man well maybe we didn't need to shut down or you know what i mean and all the inf- inf- information and misinformation and the uninformation and shit like that that's going on with this shit. It's just like funny that everybody has a fucking take. Like it's you fucking can't weird. panic and then start fucking pointing fingers, right? Yeah, at dog, you know on, what I mean? Man. Exactly. So I mean, that's the thing that's kind of pissing me off and shit like that. So, and then like you know, niggas get you know get tight. You know what I mean? Niggas having like you know, when niggas having takes and even making fun of the situation. So, like you know, niggas is really tight with that. Niggas is like you know telling niggas not to drink Lysol and shit like that. And you were saying, you know, like you know, they're like the president didn't say to drink Lysol. He was just explaining this and that. I'm like, all right, dog. If you read that transcript and you see what he's talking oh, about. Oh, it's pretty easy to take it that way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not necessarily too easy, but it's just like, yo, I mean, you could have just not said that. You could have just, just wrapped it up and just like, hey, man, we looking into the fucking <laughs> disinfectant therapy and fucking the ultraviolet and infrared therapy. It's just left it at that. Niggas been like, damn, what the hell is that? Hey, yeah, but he's not, he's not informed or, or wise enough not to say that <laughs> that's that's cool that's the person he is yeah so. they knew who the fuck he was 
he be but, he be just saying shit sometimes. And then niggas get mad when niggas like you know taking that face value, and it's just like that's not what he meant. I'm like, nigga, I mean, listen, you know what I mean? Oh. If, if you if, if you know if you know niggas is what is gonna take what you're saying out of context. I mean, if you're gonna say it and say it anyway, that's fine. But don't get mad when niggas take the shit out of context. You know what I mean? Because nigga, you said it so. And if you if you if you're looking forward to niggas taking shit out of context, then you know I mean, what are you complaining for? Why are you bitching? But then again, back to chat disrespect, this whole 2020 hindsight and shit like that. Back when, like, you know, four or five weeks ago when all this shit just first started popping off and niggas was fucking bitching, afraid to go outside, and was crying, was blaming China, it was like, you know, 20 million people died over there and they hiding and shit like that. And now niggas like, you know, now niggas want to try to get back to it and the numbers is kind of looking a little bit better. Now niggas like, you know, we did probably didn't need to do this. Maybe we need to do this and that. Uh, man. I'm like, I don't know, man. That fucking backseat, you know what I mean? That fucking Monday quarterback shit, man. It's my fucking nerd. I'm tired of shit. Yeah. Word. Let me uh let me go ahead and go into the shit I disrespect. You know what I'm saying? This is my platform, so I'm gonna attack people who can't defend themselves because I can. I like uh, that. Yeah. Um the people I, I have absolutely no fucking respect for are the people who tell me that I'm evil for electing not to choose between the lesser of two evils. Okay. Because I saw a compilation the other day of all of uh, Joe Biden's gaffes. You know what a gaff is? Yeah. When niggas misspeak and shit like that. or you know. Yeah. When he misspeaks and causes himself embarrassment, right? That's what a gaff yeah. is, right? So, my whole thing is, all these Trump-hating-ass Negroes that, like, literally just hate Trump just to hate Trump, are they going to literally try to convince me that I'm wrong and that I should support this fucking idiot who literally can't really probably put his pants on over the next four years, over the course of the next four years? Like, that shit is stupid to me. So, yeah, to sum that up, to make that a complete thought, I have no respect for all these people who want me to vote for Joe Biden just because I'm black or just because I'm supposed to be like, I don't know, whatever. And I'm supposed to vote because it's my American duty. It's my civic duty. So, but I can't vote for the redhead nigga because he a Republican and I'm black. Uh, but meanwhile, my Christian friend was all like, oh man, we vote for Trump. Man, you can't vote for Biden, man. Look at these policies that Trump supports, man. This shit just makes sense, man. Plus, on top of that, he for the church. And I'm like, you know, all of y'all is fucking idiots, right? All of y'all are directly <laughs> responsible for exactly why we got fucking COVID out here. Y'all niggas is the reason. Um, so, yeah. No, I feel that. I mean, the big thing being that, I don't know, I feel, I feel like this whole uh, binary nature of it all uh, is just fucking stupid. Cause I well you know you know I feel yeah, like, I mean, man, yeah. it's it, man we, we came I mean, to the conclusion that the bipartisan that, system was just fucking retarded like twelve yeah. years ago as I children, mean, but I mean it's it's just stupid. I mean it's the same nigga because I mean honestly, like you know, it, the same shit's gonna happen no matter who's in office, right? Like I could probably rewind the last three years and put Hillary Clinton and the same shit have happened. Maybe like the little subtle shit, like you know, little executive actions and shit like that. That's it's argument about the law just, shit like that. But the it's same, just the same execution. Shit. It's just yeah. execution. How they choose to roll it out. That's the only thing yeah. that's going to be different. Other than exactly. that, the policies are going to be exactly the same because you have the same people lobbying and you have the same people spending their money to get shit written and get shit passed. So exactly. And it's not like, you know, 
Donald Not Trump like ain't writing no legislation. How they feel? Exactly. Sorry. Donald Trump ain't writing no legislation. Joe Biden, like none of those niggas, and none of the Senate niggas actually write niggas legislation. Is not sitting down writing you know I mean? forty-seven page manifestos. Yeah, you know I mean, so essentially, literally, they, they get handed and they ain't legislation. Them either. They, they ain't not reading them either. They get handed legislation from a lobbyist, and then they tell their fucking staff to go read the shit, put some shit in there that another nigga asked for, and then they just ask niggas to vote for the shit. Then the shit comes to the floor, and niggas just don't even read the shit to vote them. So, you know yeah, what I mean? man. Yeah. I can only imagine what type of shit they just stuffed in this last stimulus bill. So, you know, I mean, they probably gave us all twelve hundred dollars, but they probably taking five stacks from us at the same time too. So, I mean, dog, with this whole shit, this whole stimulus thing, it's not even about what they taking. They pumping a whole bunch of money into the system, so they are automatically fucking devaluing whatever was in the system to begin with. But yeah. then, on top of that, they literally said. Oh, yeah, we'll figure out how to get it paid back later. Like, so they got small businesses taking super high interest loans. <laughs> just well, well, so that par- they can. Well, apparently it's, it's, apparently it's no interest. It's no interest if you keep all your employees. So if you don't, if, if you don't cut, if you don't fire, you don't cut, you know what I mean? You don't cut any of your employees. You actually get, uh, it's no interest. But if you let people go and people show up on unemployment reels from your, from your job, then. Mm-hmm then you actually have to pay interest on it. Uh, so that's the incentive there. But the big thing is it's weird because okay. I was actually, I was reading the article is that like, you know, some employees are actually upset that their employer actually got that loan because, you know, some of these guys are actually making more money on unemployment than they're actually making at their job. So it's kind of like, you know, cause since they kicked in that extra 600, you know, it's kind of a thing to where it's like, you know, that made the so game, lot, that changed the game all the way up. That made yeah, it so, fair out here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fair, and again, it's unfair, because the way I see it is, like, you know, we got systemic issues. Obviously, people should be saving their money and shit like that, but I ended up reading an article, like, earlier this week, and they're just talking about, like, you know, how people on the lower rung, you know what I mean? Like, the, the amount of time it takes them to actually save off that that three to six months uh, of, like, a, you know, of an emergency fund, it's way longer. So, like, you know what I mean? So, if you earn, like, you know, about 30000 a year, let's say, you know I mean, bump it up to 40000 you know, the amount of time it's actually going to t- take you to actually save that emergency fund is going to be years as opposed to, you know, somebody that's actually earning like a higher income. Uh, but that's the big issue, right? Because it's kind of a thing to where it's like, we're still not paying a living wage. You know what I mean? So apparently like, you know, a month ago, the economy is at all time highs, right? The, you know, the lowest unemployment's ever been, you know what I mean? Stock market's the highest and shit like that. Well, when you look at real wages and shit like that, shit's been flat. Niggas ain't really making enough money. So are you really a, a strong, thriving economy when literally 80% of the people that live here can't even afford to not get two paychecks, you know what I mean? Granted, we're coming on the fucking, you know, well, <clears throat> four paycheck. I don't know, you know if, I, mean? uh, I don't know if it comes down to, I don't know what it really comes down to, but I know I saw some numbers a couple years ago that showed me that we were up in the, uh, the upper rung of economic strength in the world so like definitely i mean in, ter- in terms I definitely of like believe that so when it comes in terms down of to gdp me, and shit like that great yeah it would definitely up no, there. I, mean, we, I mean but also also quality of living too um, yeah I'm, but i was going to say what it comes down to for me is just uh one major fucking responsibility and two it's like what, what do we actually do with our resources because i i feel like we waste a lot here like you just said earlier these niggas is going to get a whole bunch of money because they have to have an emergency fund that's going to be like 
somewhat comparable to somebody who makes a hundred thousand dollars. But these niggas, they don't they don't know what to do with that money. They going they going they not going like Brian. He paid off loans, right? Me, I'm trying to start a business, right? Um, I don't know what other people are doing, but some motherfuckers is just partying and drinking and chilling. Um, Maybe I mean, but I think, but I think that's the general presumption of everybody. You know what I mean? I think, but I think no, that's no. A, I'm saying, I'm saying, I know about two people who are definitely just partying and drinking and chilling. I know yeah. one person. I know one person who's playing poker and trying to build a fucking knot right now, like full time. Mm-hmm. I know another person who can't collect none of this shit. So they literally are just doing nothing right now, hoping to survive, like hoping to survive. So, yeah, for the most part, I feel like if you give a person who makes forty thousand uh, dollars twice the amount of money in a month that they are used to getting, yeah, they're gonna splurge. Absolutely, probably. Not granted, but, but I mean, granted, it's nothing to really spend money on right now, for real. So, well, you got to de-stress. So you still got like. You can still get weed and liquor. Yeah, but I mean, can you? Shit, the liquor stores just open back up. You know what I mean? So the liquor store open back up. No, I was just, yeah. I was referring to just beer and wine. That was good enough for me. But yeah, but damn. I mean, but that's relatively cheap too, though. I mean, Hell but yeah. uh, but even in that though, you know what I mean? Because even you know, I was reading another article, like you know, a restaurateur. He's even saying how like you know at his restaurants. You know, he says he's going to have a hard time getting his employees back. And they won't be back until maybe August because they're getting more money on unemployment than they would be working. Uh, Much. But I'm not going back. But, 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 but the thing is, like, a lot of people are complaining because they're like, man, a lot of people are like, well, they should be working for this money rather than just get give it to them. But the thing is, like, oh, well, you pay taxes. I mean, you already paid that money anyway. You know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, if you really want them to come back to work, can't you just pay them more to come back? You know what I mean? So, because you can figure out. They don't really out. pay people at restaurants, though. You know how that go. Well, it's back of the house guys. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they, they, they don't they, pay them they, niggas either. Well, and that and that's the problem. You know what I mean? Well, they, he's in Seattle. In Seattle, they got to me. In Seattle, the way it's set up is that uh, they can't just have Mexicans up there. Nah, everybody. Everybody. The minimum wage in Seattle is actually fifteen bucks an hour. And if you actually they can't actually, just have Mexicans up there under nah. under the table. Because there, nah. there is a minimum wage in this city too, but they got Mexicans under the table. Yeah, but I think I think the Mexicans uh, can't complain because they're Mexican. Well, well, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of that. I mean, that's going on everywhere. Uh, but, but the I thing think, is, they 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 end up making like more than a person like me would doing the same job because they get paid tax free. Yeah, the table. I mean, under the table and shit like that. So yeah, so they're not complaining anyway. But well, I they, personally, but it's, but it's hard body for that money. You know what I mean? So. You know, no, they the day, work though, but they, you know, I'm you know, working. I work like a Mexican nigga. So, well, if you're American, you're like a Mexican. You'll, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll do fine in this life. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, I, know. I mean, we need to have. I drink like a Mexican and <laughs> do a whole lot of other things like a Mexican too. Hey, man, you got to keep gas in that engine, man. So, yeah, tortillas, <laughs> tortillas, poppy, tortillas. Uh. But um, where was I? But yeah, but I don't know. But kind of just to put a ball on this, I mean, granted, I feel like, you know, everybody definitely does need to be smart. But I think the argument that they were making in terms of like just with all these loans and shit like that is like when it comes to people with emergencies, everybody attacks, you know, even the kind of the subtle attack you made that, you know, what I mean, like niggas like, you know, spending the money on liquor and shit like that. Like, you know, like 
it's kind of like that's all right, not well, an attack. That was well, that but, was an observation. My all right, so obs- all right, so it's an observation. But the thing is, everybody always says, "Well, damn, you should save your money. You should hold on to it." But people have those expectations for individuals. But when it comes to businesses, it's like, all right, when shit happens. Shit can happen at any time. So why aren't you sitting on six months worth of fucking income to be able to take care of shit when shit's slow? You know what I mean? So when you say take care of shit, you mean just pay employees? <clears throat> Pay employees pay, to do nothing? Pay, or, pay employees, or, pay for rent. Because the thing is, well, the thing is, it's like, yo. Pay employees for right. what? I mean, but at the end of the day, you gotta, you got to pay these niggas anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like that's a cost that you should factor in year over year anyway. You know what I mean? So because if, if you literally hand the mouth. So you you're know, saying in this type of situation, door, you're saying in this type of situation that companies should be liable to pay employees throughout this situation? when they can't work and they can't house them yes and no all right two reasons expound two two reasons all right so i'd say no obviously because hey if you're not working i shouldn't pay you for working right but if the general concern but if the general concern is just for the overall economy and how things are supposed to work at the end of the day you realize that the money that you pay people circulates uh either way so the the money's in yeah of course so that's why my main concern throughout this whole COVID crisis is the economy. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, that's what a lot of people's concern is. I mean, but the economy is going to be the economy, you know what I mean? Itself, you know what I mean? So granted, the, the big issue with the economy kind of coming into this, like you said before, is just overconsumption. You know what I mean? Like when you look at our GDP and how that's, that's you know, you know, our GDP, like consumption is like so much of our GDP right now is fucking ridiculous. Like consumption is fucking like, you know, like 70% of our GDP, like, you know, so like it's usually supposed to be down to two thirds. That's just up to 80%. You know what I mean? So well, we're actually, country we are, we the land of, uh, this is the American dream, baby. We dream it. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, but Hey, shit, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta invest in those dreams. You know what I mean? So for all the talk of, you know, being your own person and building toward it, you know what I mean? It's kind of hard. Cause, but the thing is a lot of consumption is just more or less, you know, more towards like regular quote unquote basket goods, you know, just mm-hmm. to survive, just to, you know. So the main thing is, you know, where you have like, you know, that that political argument right now is kind of more or less like, you know, that whole bootstrap thing of like freeing up, you know, pretty much taking away regulation so you can do what you need to do. Other side's pretty much arguing and say like, hey, why doesn't the government take care of A, B, and C for people so they can, you know, take more risks on the other side of their life in terms of just like, you know, you don't have to worry about healthcare and all this other shit like that coming out of your pocket you have more money in your pocket to actually probably go pursue your side business or everything like that and shit like that so um, yeah so that but, actually goes back to so why is it that you think that a business should support an employee who can't show up even when the business cannot function because at the end of the day all right Two reasons. Businesses can write off losses. Uh, so you get paid for that loss if you actually lose enough anyway. And then also for just the general infrastructure of everything like that. If you stop paying your employees, that means the guy that's buying shit from you is going to stop paying their employees. And if nobody's paying anybody and nobody's giving anybody money and nobody's spending any money, then you ain't going to get shit anyway. You know what I mean? So at the end of the so day, cyclical. yeah, you know what I mean? You got to pay it forward. So, you know, if you believe in the market, then you know, the market's going to provide, you know what I mean? So if you're pushing out money and shit's going to be taken care of, you're good. 
you know, granted, you're going to take a loss, but shit, that loss is insured anyway. You know what I mean? The government insures your losses. So it may not be pretty. It may not be easy. You, know, you have to work on the back end of the balance sheet and shit like that, but fuck it. You know what I mean? Word. So, and it's that not like, a... and, and the thing is also as well, too, because I remember I was talking to somebody earlier yesterday about this, and I was saying, like, hey, man, even if I had a business, you know what I mean? Like, in busy times, you got to think, like, you know, success mass failure, right? So, at this time, uh-huh. you know, obviously everybody's taking this time. Everybody has enough time to actually sit at home, uh, do some reflecting, doing some personal inventory and shit like that. So as a business, you actually have the time to do that too. So at a time to where you don't have everybody going everywhere, doing everything, you know what I mean? We can actually do some things right now to actually, you know what I mean, to stabilize what we need to do. We can do some in-house, in-house cleaning. We can do some restructuring of some organizations. So it may not necessarily be goal-oriented, sale-oriented or anything like that, but it's shit that niggas can do to actually better this place while we're down. You know what I mean? I don't mind paying niggas to paint the fucking building. You know what I mean? I don't mind paying niggas to, you know what I mean? Like, there's shit that niggas can, can get done. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that gives you a chance to actually take a long, hard look at things. You know what I mean? So you can train niggas. You know what I mean? Like, you know how much online training is going right now? You can get, you know what I mean? Niggas can get, get certified. So, you know what I mean? Like, niggas can re-up in this shit if they look at it the Wait, way. who are you putting this responsibility on right now? The businesses, man, it's just like, listen, man, like, yo, like, if you, like, put it this way, it's both ways, because this thing is, like, all right, if I'm paying you to not necessarily work, I'm paying you to actually do other things, so I'm going to pay you just to invest your personal capital and shit like that, so if I'm paying you to stay at home, hey, dog, it's these web seminars and shit like that, I need you to actually get on these web seminars and shit like that, you know what I mean, or, hey, dog, listen, you know, the office is really shut down, ain't can't nobody come in the building, but, hey, man, hey, listen, man, we're going to re-merchandise, we're going to get the shit popping, man. You'd be back open at some point, so we need to be ready to hit the ground when the shit's back up. You know what I mean? So why don't they hire you, dog? What the fuck? Hey man, listen, dog. Yeah, I was can, about uh, they can. I was literally about maybe a minute and a half away from saying, All right, audience, y'all let us know if y'all want to hear all this fucking macroeconomics bullshit. Or if we should try to steer clear of this and try to talk more about celebrities and stuff. I but, mean, I think you, you need both, man. You need both. You need balance. You need, no, they, you don't need none of this shit, actually. I nah, listen to niggas. plenty of podcasts who don't have the views we have. Uh, niggas need game. We just talk. We we spent we spent a whole fifteen minutes talking about man providing for the community. You know what I mean? Having a symbiotic relationship like that. We yeah, giving we niggas game. You know what I mean? <laughs> we giving niggas game, and then now niggas like you know, nah, we don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, but no, it's nice no, if you, you do. Don't. You know what I mean? It's nice it if is, you do. It is. I'm so, just saying. I'm trying to keep it balanced. I'm trying to keep it balanced. So keep it, keep it, and then you know we'll tie this up, but. Put directly, people, save your money. You know what I mean? Don't do anything crazy. You know, if you can afford to invest a little something, do what you can. But if you can't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? If you, you got to save money and you can't do anything, you can't spend money, listen, take your time, do some personal inventory, find ways to invest in yourself, invest in your skills. Because when this shit is over, you know what I mean? Shit's going to get back. Shit's going to be different, but it's going to be on another level. So what can you have done for yourself to better yourself in this time. And even, you know I mean? Not yeah. necessarily, you know. Let me, uh, let me echo that statement. Say the same thing in a different way. Um, wise man told me, you can get up every day and go get what you need to get, but think about a time when you can't. Think about that time when you can't get up every day and go get what you need to get. You need to stack up for that time. Um, yeah. yeah. So, That's what investment's all about. Indeed. But all right, man. So we had a yeah, hour deep in this motherfucker. Well, actually a little over an hour, actually. So. I got a couple things I wanted to mention. All uh, right. I actually definitely wanted to uh, podcast review this uh, 
shit. But before I wanted to do that, I wanted to get under this draft. Okay. Um, so yeah, draft picks: Jalen Rieger and Jalen Hurts. I'll just start with those two. Uh, so the first off, I'll ask you how you feel. I'm happy because I like Jalen's. Go ahead. We got uh, three Jalen's on the team. You like Jalen's and shit like that. Well, man, you know me, man. I don't really start paying attention to football until the season starts. Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but we, I mean, we made the necessary pickups. You know, me, I'm not we really, I don't know what the team's going to really look like until, you know. All right, well, I'll tell you about the boy Jalen Rieger a little bit. I'll tell okay. you about the boy Jalen Rieger. Uh, he was at TCU, which I counted him out just for that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently he was there. He was their deep threat over there. Um, they had a shitty quarterback, so he made magic this kid mm-hmm. um he's got a fucking 42 inch vert so he catch he high points these balls um and he also runs a 4-4 so he's fast as fuck and he gets separation um so yeah he's probably gonna hit the ground running this dude uh, I, heard, I heard i heard i heard he, i heard he had a 47 percent drop rate though but you know uh well right. you know we like people who drop balls um <laughs> that's that's a yeah <laughs> <laughs> we like men, you know what I mean? If you, as long as your balls drop, you good, you know what I mean? So it was crazy because one of the other niggas we picked up caught balls. He catch balls. He's good at catching balls, but I don't remember that ball. I don't remember that ball name, but I was like, yeah, finally <laughs> we got at least one. We got one yeah. catcher we can catch. Uh uh the boy uh the boy Jalen Rieger, I'm not I'm not too mad about him though. Uh the boy Jalen Hurt. How you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, granted, like I said, I'm not, you know, when it comes to college football, man, I'm not really that versed. All I see is just the stats. He uh, was a backup. He was a backup yeah. for Tua. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it fulfills a need. I mean, granted, like I said, like we said last night, yeah, I mean, you need that insurance policy and shit like that. So, you know, especially, yeah. you know, who we, you know, who we got on the center and shit like that, you know, he's great. Well, but. I listen, I listen to these other niggas talk about this shit and I went to Twitter. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to double down on my statements that I made yesterday. This is a direct challenge to Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't don't respect the move. I watched a press conference today with Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson, and they had nothing good to say about the whole situation. The only thing they said was these niggas literally said, our culture has always been to nurture quarterbacks. I always felt like he was a quarterback factory. Mm -hmm. They was like, so – Best case scenario, what do you think he's going to add to this situation? They was like, he's going to bring a lot to that QB room. He's going to be a great teammate. They were like, is he going to be in front of Nate? He's like, no, no, no. By, by no means do we intend on changing the order of things. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck these niggas is talking about right now. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they have, like, the most confidence in, in Nate. I mean, they said they Nate, picked up – no, no, no. Nate said Nate, – they said Nate has expressed that he wants to start somewhere. So, I'm guessing mm-hmm. within the next two se- seasons, they're going to try to move on from Nate. But either way, they're not going to let this ball get no tick. So, why would you pick up a player that's not going to play the first season or even probably the second season? You just paid your quarterback $128 million. Yeah. So you literally, like, invested in this nigga. You did that mm-hmm. shit after the ACL. You did that shit after the back, right? 
yeah. and this nigga, and this nigga still can, he killed it. He continued to kill it. And then he went out with, come on. I mean, it was like a freak fucking situation, right? It's always, it's like, always freak. It's always freak accidents. I mean, shit. You know I mean, when, when, when his ACL tore, I mean, that shit no, was no, crazy. No, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know what I mean? And then, then when he went out, you know, this playoffs, man, the nigga, nigga targeted no, the, the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah that no, nigga was on his way to, like, nigga, nigga, nigga contorted his body to hit him in the back of the head on his way down. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you know, like, that, like made that. Me, that made me no longer a fan of Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, but either way, like, concussions, they happen. Whatever. Nigga got a concussion. But they, they literally, like, paid this quarterback. Why would you choose? to use a high draft pick on a quarterback that you don't plan on using for the duration of this time. Like, keep in mind, fucking Green Bay picked up a quarterback too. And niggas was like killing Green Bay. Like, yo, y'all niggas just doubled down on Aaron for two more years. What's up with y'all? What are y'all doing? Right? Aaron's 36 and niggas was saying that. Carson's 27 in the prime of his fucking career, pretty much. That's well, that's the, the thing. You, you got to think about leverage, too, though, right? Because, I mean, you know, because obviously... Uh, they said they got him because he's a good player. They said they got him. He's generally a good player. Yeah, so I mean... Like it, they, they wanted to get him off the table because he's a good player. And, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have a guy like that because you got to think, like, even if they don't end up getting any use out of him, you know, you can still leverage that for some picks or some trades going, going in the future. You know what I mean? So... I mean, I kind of understand that, but to come out and say we're a quarterback factory, like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? Hey, man, because, hey, shit. I mean, we got some shit from Nick Foles, so if we can get some shit for – well, no, we'd actually have a quarterback. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, man, well, so far, granted, you know, Carson Wentz, Nick Foles. I mean – Carson Wentz has been our best quarterback in history, in our whole history. Ron Jaworski, he's the G. <laughs> Uh, Randall Cunningham, yeah, he, he's amazing. <laughs> Honestly, but nah, a lot, a lot of niggas is trashing McNabb. I feel like had, had McNabb won this one, I feel like it'd be, it'd be way different. It yeah. the way people feel about him be way different. Uh, I mean, but he, he played you know, too long. He played. We we uh we let him get away with too much near the end. There. Yeah, well, I think so. I feel, I feel like it just. I think just being at the cusp for so many years and not necessarily getting over that hump, I think that was really you know. I think, yeah, I feel like that, 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 that hurt him. That hurt him. T.O. hurt the team. Uh, niggas brought Vic in. That didn't make the situation no better with his performance. Well, like, but it was nah, a bunch of shit. Nah, Vic was balling. That first season, I feel like they shouldn't have gave him that crazy-ass contract. Uh, granted, he was balling that season. That one season when he took over as fucking a starter. He had to. Balling. He had to. He had balling. to. Balling. balling. Yes, but that shit Vic, was not was sustainable, bro. That shit was, Vic was that nigga. Yeah, well, but, but then we, 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 from but, it. we got no but, ring from it. Well, yeah, but then we, then we switched coaches and shit like that. So, but then again, I mean, who knows? So we lost to Green Bay that year. Who knows? We beat Green Bay. Green Bay. We go. We go against the Steelers. We, we probably win that, John. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't know, man, because Green Bay went and beat the Steelers that season. So you you never know. But you know, hey, man. you know what I mean. All I know is what happened. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. But. Well, in terms of us getting another quarterback, that's not the work. I mean, granted, we got Carson Wentz, man. So it doesn't, you know, you you need a you need an insurance policy, man. You got to be smart, man. So, and at the end of the day, it's not like we like not like we're paying him top dollar. You know what I mean? He's a backup. 
You know what I mean? And it's not like he's getting – it's not killing our budget. You know what I mean? So It's not the budget. He killed a pick. Niggas use those. <laughs> it's a bunch of niggas. Like, nigga, what we going to do, trade him later for picks? <laughs> hey, that, go, that goes, goes forward. I mean, but that's the thing, but are you going to pick up a pick at another – Put it this way, most of our positions are pretty much filled out already anyway, for the most part. Uh, at the end of the day right now, it's just shuffling pieces to see who's who's who and who's what. So, obviously, we got to let a couple needed, guys pick. I think we needed a linebacker, and we needed, like, we needed somebody on the uh, secondary. We either needed another CD or a safety. Well, I think we just signed somebody in the secondary a few weeks ago. Uh, I had to check that. Uh, but – but I feel like, you know, in the secondary, you could find a couple of diamonds in the rough later. So I, we'll see how the draft goes today, what they pick up. But honestly, I, I'd rather see a couple, if not bigger, signings. Because I, I, know, I know we still got another trade coming. Like, I know we got a, 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 ma- a major trade coming at some point. It's, gonna, it's probably going to be, like, you know, closer to training camp. But I know another move is getting made before, before the season starts. I know it. So I, I feel like this is, like, like I said, we won't really know what the team looks like until we get closer to the preseason. But I feel like that next move is probably what's going to make things make a little bit more sense. Uh, you feel better than how you felt last time we talked about it when I asked you how you how, how are we going to look next year? Yeah, I, feel, I still feel like Dallas is better on paper, but Dallas has been better on paper Dallas for is always five paper. years. So, but I, mean, it, like it, but, I mean, last season we were pretty good on paper too. And, you know, we, we pretty much were shit, but niggas really grinded out. Uh, a decent season, not even a, a halfway decent season, and you know, what I mean, fucking stumbled into the playoffs and shit like that. So, yeah. if we, if, you know, if we could put it together, you know, we can make some shit happen. But it's, you know, we're gonna see how things turn out. Like I said, we ain't gonna really know what we got until close to the preseason. And, and honestly, man, the way this shit is, man, you don't, you really don't know what you got until fucking week, week six of the season for real. So. You know, it's not really until you get to the middle of the season where you know what, whether you really got a squad. So. Well, just for the sake of continuing to disagree with you, not necessarily want to argue, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I feel like just looking at the uh, way that these guys were interacting with one another, uh, Howie Roseman is obviously the boss. Um, and he made a decision that was a little bit more long-term because <clears throat> he has a little bit more job security, I feel. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I don't feel like Peterson is on the block or nothing, but I do feel like as a coach, Peterson would have rather had a piece that he could use right now. But, um, yeah, you know, I just feel like the politics overwhelmed him. Well, I think it's it. it. Well, it's that give and take. I think that's the, that's the big thing of it all. But at the end of the day, are we going to sign another – put it this way. You know, last season they ended up coming in the playoffs, oddly enough, and ended up coming down to – our backup quarterback to carry us into that game when fucking Carson Wentz went down with a concussion. Now, arguably, I how we had this nigga Sudfeld was out for the whole damn season based off that pregame injury or preseason yeah, injury. Well, well, he broke his wrist. I uh, know, but he broke his so. wrist on his offhand. Fucking Steph broke his wrist on his offhand. This nigga was chilling. He got yeah, surgery three times just because. Yeah, but but yeah, it's protocols and shit like that, so. Uh, Yeah, but I'm saying, like, last season, I mean, it really came down to actually just having somebody with a little bit more legs to us possibly winning that game against against Seattle last season. So, you know. Well, that's also – And as opposed to pulling pulling the nigga out of retirement. (laughs) 
That was also like that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that was also a poor decision for we had Kessler who was ass. We had another nigga who was ass that I can't remember his name, and we had Sudfell who was ass. And then we got rid of both of them niggas, kept Sudfell, and then picked up McGowan at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And we knew for a fact that that nigga McGowan wasn't built to play no real minutes. Um, like, don't get me wrong. Niggas was talking about cap. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was talking about all types of shit. But, yeah, but- in, in my opinion, like, this is my humble opinion. They could have made a whole lot of other fucking decisions than that guy. But yeah. I don't dislike him. I do like him. He's a cool dude. But yeah. he just definitely shouldn't have been out there. Well, my, my thing is uh, when it comes down to at least having that, that insurance policy, you got an insurance policy that, like you said, is more long-term. So you got a dude that's going to be here. So he's going to know the playbook just as well as Carson Wentz knows it. And at least that way, in terms of just that camaraderie and that team, you know what I mean, that, that leadership and shit like that, you know, it's not going to be really that big of a drop-off because once it goes down, you got another nigga that's in the wing that can pick it up. You know what I mean? And that's, that's you know, it worked before. So, you know, hopefully yeah. it can work again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it's, it's, I, I'm just, I, it, I'm just like, it? not – I'm dreading I'm dreading the eventuality of either oh. one, Carson getting – like, it's not – you can't maintain both of them for very long. And I feel like I want to see Carson's greatness shine for the next fucking five to seven years as a quarterback. And uh, if that does happen, then it'll prove that this wasn't a great decision and Jalen Hurd will eventually be traded and he'll, he'll, he'll live out his potential. Otherwise, it just sucks for him and then he'll just always be a backup quarterback. I mean, it'll probably happen at some point, but – I mean, maybe it could be quite, quite like a Jimmy G situation, you know, where, you know, you have somebody in the reins and something happens and it's kind of like, all right, well, we got a decision to make and we can make a decision and we can get, we can get something from it. But also like, you know, to that point as well too, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's also, you know, there's some strategery with it all. Uh, Cause you know, it could be keep away as well too, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I think it's going to do with that as well. I mean, you know, we'd rather have that nigga here rather than somebody else in the division or, you know, picking that nigga yeah. up. And, you know, we got to deal with that nigga. So, hey, man. You know, yeah, so. you're right about that because he's definitely better than uh, – he's definitely better than that guy who's in uh, Washington. In Wa- Washington. Uh, I forget. Haskins? Dwayne yeah, Haskins, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. And then, you know, and even though uh, – They got Danny, know, Danny, they Danny got, Dimes. Yeah, so, so we, than all of them niggas. So, I mean, you'd rather have them than, than than go against them. You know what I mean? So, and if we got to yeah. make a move, and then if we and if we can control where he goes and get something back from it, ain't nothing wrong with that. <coughs> oh, so with that said, like the podcast that I listened to was uh, uh it was called Eagles. What the fuck was that shit called? Hold on, let me get my notes. All right. Why you go for that? I guess I I'll get to my podcast of the week. All right, go ahead. No, 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 no. Actually, it's still it's still a subject. So now get with yours because mine's is like definitely left field. So okay, uh, my bad. I was up early. Uh, Eagle Eye is the name of the motherfucking podcast. Um, they're not dry old white dudes, which is always a plus when it comes to podcasts for me. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't mind listening to uh, old white dudes. 
But they just can't be dry, old white dudes. I need them to have a little bit of sauce, a little bit of flavor. That's it. These dudes have a little bit. So, all right, my uh, my podcast of the week it was uh, Freakonomics uh, by the dude uh, Stephen Dubner. So, essentially, this this week they were kind of just talking about. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is something that's going to come up within the next few months. But relations with China. But I guess he looked at it more from like a economic perspective. So this concept of uh, narrative economics to where like, you know, uh, you look at, you look at the numbers of how things go and it kind of just like, you know, forces you to not necessarily deal with what's actually really happening, happening rather not get rather you're like, you know, looking more at the statistics of it all. So a little bit more of a, a overview of like the relationship with China over the years, uh, how we pretty much just kind of help them, and we're like, you know, complicit and like, you know, them kind of rising to power and coming to power. And they kind of like, you know, a way how they kind of played the world and everybody. And you're starting to see what their real intentions are. Well, niggas don't really know what their intentions are, but, you know. Go to the world, but, man. Go to the world. What you think? But, but, then, uh, but then also like, you know, just about the podcast, like they had this, uh, I forget what the lady's name is, but essentially the lady that they had talking on there, she was actually Hillary Clinton's pick for Secretary of Defense. Uh, and she's also on a short list for Joe Biden's uh, cabinet. So it's kind of a thing of like, you know, the idea of uh, how we're going to actually reset relations with China and make sure that everything's reciprocated uh, going forward or whether or not, you know, we end up having a cold war, a warm war, or we end up going to the actual war, you know, sometime within the next, like, you know, 10 to 15 years. I think. So, so it, was, it, was, it was good analysis on that. So that was it. We're 15 years for a war. Well, 15 years, is, is it going to really be a world war, though, if that happens? That'll be a world war. That won't just be us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah. But it was interesting. It was kind of just seeing, like, you know, relations in terms of, like, uh, how we aren't necessarily leveraging. I don't know. It's, it's just kind of just, you know, just a whole bunch of international, what is it? Uh, we're talking about, well, like, you know, delegation who, uh... and, you know, just – Fancy folks. Who are the who, people you know, who do this? Who, who, you know what I mean? Who, who deal in diplomacy and all that shit like that. You know what I mean? So, who are the like, people you know, who the, do this? What? Uh, negotiation and everything like that? No, the podcast. No, nah, it's Freakonomics. It's uh, Freakonomics. So, it started off with a book. Uh, but, you know, the guy's just doing, like, you know, economics studies of, like, just weird things. So, like, you know, women, like, you know, uh, that are, do women that are ovulating. The strip, strippers that are ovulating, do they make more money than strippers that aren't ovulating and shit like that? You know what I mean? So it started off with stuff like that, kind of just like, you know, finding economics and just like, you know, kind of just weird things around the house, around, you know, society and shit. But you yeah, know, taking economics at, and freaking that shit. Yeah, but then also it's kind of a, you know, but now that he has a bigger platform, now he can actually bring people on to talk about more serious subjects. So and this is just one of those. This week, so. I see. Okay. I was, I was just wondering, like, he's talking about fucking international economics and shit, like, and then the state of shit over there versus the state of shit over here and our relationship with them. I was wondering what authority he might be speaking from or experience he might be speaking from. Not to say I'm doubting anything, just more so to say, who is this guy? That was all. But, um, well, see, well, you know, he's got a couple of those, like, you know, those New York Times bestsellers. And he's pretty well connected. And, you know, I mean, being an economist, you know, I mean, he's got dudes, like, you know, Paul Krugman and, you know, a lot of these other, you know, these 
big researchers and stuff like that, like, you know, in the pocket and shit like that. So Hell he's, yeah, a, that's he's, what's up, man. He's, 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 a, he's a somebody, you know what I mean? So Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's what he's, like, he's, he's, somebody, he's somebody that's at least qualified enough to actually, you know. And, and the thing is, he doesn't necessarily really give his own commentary for real. I mean, he really brought, like – No, he's reporting. Guests on. Yeah, he's, he brought a few guests on and pretty much was like, all right, well, listen, what's, what's your analysis on this? And I'm going to push back on your analysis, and we're going to just try to study and see where this goes. So, so it was less about economics more so than just, like, you know, international business, international relations and shit like that. But yeah, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good episode. So. Nice. You listen to that shit regularly? Or you just pop uh, that episode? Every few months. It's not every week thing. It's not in every week location, but, you know, location, rotation. Uh, but, you know, every now and then, if there, if there's, a, if there's a topic or a subject that, you know, that it's cool that I want to want to learn a little bit about, you know. I get into there, you know what I mean? A little edutainment ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. So but uh you wanna get in the shout outs? I don't yeah, have as many shout outs I had last night. I probably only have like I'm all, I'm not gonna give all, give y'all all five. I got three though, three for y'all right now though. Uh you wanna kick it off? Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all the people who are working harder right now than they were working before all of this shit went down. Uh, like me, (laughs) um, (laughs) like all the podcasters, uh, the healthcare workers, you know, shit like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, shouts out to my cousin. Uh, well, yeah, I just say his name. I'm gonna end up reversing the shit anyway, but fuck it. Shouts to my cousin Muji and shit like that uh, for grinding it out, uh, putting niggas on the game. Uh, also, so hey, niggas, get chance, you get time, get your OSHA certification. Just having that shit definitely opened the door for you. You know what I mean? To get some money, get some gigs, especially what's going what's going on here now and shit like that. So, uh, shouts out to you. Uh, glad to hear that you be making money and succeeding and shit like that. And if you niggas love. didn't hear that, that's OSHA, O-S-H-A, niggas. So, need more details, you know what I mean? Just holler at us. Uh, hopefully, I can have a link or something like that. Get niggas at some point. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, when I put this shit up, I'll put the link in the giant as well, too. Why not? Fuck it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's what's up. I show these niggas the way. Um, I want to give a shout out to Lecrae. Uh, did I do this already? Nah. All right, cool. I'm gonna give a shout out to Lecrae. He is killing social media right now, and I'm really? not really a fan of him. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's doing a really good job. Like he put a picture up earlier of like him with his hair, like just looking stupid, and was like, "Yeah, this ain't for this. This ain't for that." This is actually just for all the up and coming comedians and da 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 da. Go ahead, roast me. Have fun. <laughs> He's fucking killing social media. He did another joint where he did like a prank uh, on some people. He was like, Yo, I'm going to drop this this song. This song is trash. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with my friends and I'm going to ask them how they feel. I'm going to see if they actually honest with me. And he played the song. First off, the song wasn't trash, but it was just that the song was like all about money and like, uh, you know, like lusting after money and shit, uh, and and uh, you know, just it's not the value system that he would be uh, espousing or that he's supposed to be espousing. 
So he sat down with his friends, played that shit. It was first off, it's funny as fuck. And the song was actually kind of good. Yeah. And his friends was just like, it's interesting. It's interesting. He was like, nah, but like, I want like this the kind of thing I want like everybody sings. So like, I want you singing it. I want him singing it. Like, I want us all to be like, just, you know what I'm saying? And she didn't like the girl is just sitting there like, uh, I'll probably have to listen to it a couple more times. Yeah. Like, but nobody was nobody was really honest with that nigga when it came down to it. Not one person was like, "Yo, dog, this shit fucked up." But what was funny about it was this is just like a, this is a Christian rapper, so mm-hmm. nobody's gonna say the song's trash because it doesn't sound like trash. But most of these people were really uncomfortable to try to tell them, "Yo, man, I don't think you should be talking about this, man. This ain't good for your fan base, man. What would God say, man? What would Jesus say?" Nobody pulled none of that shit. You know why? Because all these niggas work for that nigga. Wow. <laughs> and they're all eating off that nigga. So, the fuck are they going to do? They ain't going to really give that nigga no advice. And that's the thing. I learned a lesson from that video. Can't keep people around you that's on payroll. You got to have real ones around you that don't need you. That's going to actually, like, take a risk and let you know who you are. Uh, damn. So, shout well, out to Trey, man. Well, damn. Following up on that, man, shouts out to all the no men. Uh, too many yes men out there, man. So, shouts out to the niggas that tell niggas no. Or niggas that are just brutally honest with motherfuckers. And they just, like, yeah. you know, tell her how it is. Because, uh, I mean, better to be straight up than, you know what I mean? Put your head down, up my ass. Fucking bitch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, I feel that. Um, Let's see. I give a shout out to uh, French Montana and Young Thug, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give y'all both a shout out. Y'all are bodying this coronavirus beef. Um, neither one of y'all niggas have to be in the state or country that either one is on or in. Neither one of y'all niggas have to go out and perform right now. And uh Neither one of y'all niggas have to leave the company your own homes. This whole thing can go down on live. Y'all ain't got to make a track. Y'all niggas ain't got to drop a bar, a verse, a hook, or nothing. And this is just getting attention for you. So shout out to y'all niggas, man. Y'all doing it the right way, man. This is how all the beef should be in the future. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got to give a shout out to uh, Shannon Sharp. So uh, when uh, one of the dudes got uh, got drafted, uh, uh, pretty much like <laughs> he made a funny commentary, man. It was hilarious. Uh, one of the dudes, he was actually, uh, yeah, here we go. CD Lamb for, for the Dallas Cowboys when he got drafted. The nigga we should have fucking, the nigga we wanted. Yeah. But uh, when he got drafted, it was funny because he had two phones and like he was sitting next to his girl and his girl tried to grab his other phone. And then like, you know, he grabbed that shit. You know what I mean? Before, before she was about to snap it, snatch it. So this nigga's Shannon, like, literally, like, made up a tweet and was like, yeah, man. He actually, man, he's like, his girl trying to grab the bat phone, man. You know what I mean? He had to keep that shit away from her and shit like that. So shouts out, uh, out to Shannon Sharp for bringing the bat phone back. So it's going to be a bunch of iPhone SC sales and niggas I have in the pocket right now. So I have to have the bat phone. So. Oh, you just put so many of these little fuck niggas on. Oh, um, man. First off, y'all niggas is stupid. The bad, the bad phone y'all is a niggas, business phone, by the way. So, if y'all niggas is in relationships where your girl don't understand that you want to fuck other girls and she's not down for helping you do it, y'all niggas need to change our relationship or stop wanting other girls. Pick one, dead ass. 
Otherwise, you're making your life harder than it need to be. That's my advice for the day. Shout out That's to the real ones who tell these bitches the truth. See, give a nigga game. Give a nigga game. So. I mean, you got to. You got to. And uh, I don't know. My last shout out once again. Well, no, actually, I got another one. Shouts out the uh, the homie Bryant, fennel ferment fermentations and shit like that. Uh, had a great conversation with him earlier. I mean, we've actually talked about him a couple times this podcast. Oh, is he paying you for this? Nah. Well, he will eventually, but you know, paying it forward. You know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, shouts out to him, man. So, okay. wait for them bottles of wine when they come through. Uh, he's gonna be a sponsor at some point. Willingly, we talk about willingly and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are gonna turn this into drink champs on that nigga. Nah, well, we well when it's out, when it's ready, that we'll get it ready. You know what I mean? So, do we, we actually we'll do, talk about him on on podcast previous to this? We well, not at length. You know what I mean? We we didn't talk about at length the who he is and what he does. We'll probably talk about him in like, you know, in, in stories and anecdotes and shit like that. But we haven't necessarily gotten into detail, but when the, when the time is right, you know what I mean, we'll, we'll lay it out, you know what I mean? Yo, I had a, um, I had a segment I wanted to introduce. Do you okay. remember what it was? Confessions. This is my confessions. confessions. All right. Um, so my, my confessions, I was going to okay. say, uh, this is, this was basically, I just wanted to, I don't know if I'm going to do it today, but I wanted to introduce the segment. So it was going to be cool. This would be cool. Cause I can introduce it to you. I can introduce it to people. You know what I'm saying? It's chill. Y'all niggas get to see how things go in the uh, kitchen and shit. You know what I'm saying? Stirring the pot, baby. Uh, I basically just was like, you nigga go through some time, nigga go through a week. You know what I'm saying? Drop some juice. You know what I'm saying? Drop a little bit of yitty on me. Because anybody who knows us personally, they don't want to listen to this shit. Because they don't even want to hang out with us, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> they <clears throat> they can tune in for something that would be like a nice little jewel. Like a nice little piece of gold. Nice little piece of, uh, you know, nice little chunk. So, yeah, I figure I'd give those niggas something that I wouldn't give them if they was here with me. Otherwise, be confession. I like that. Well, you know I ain't giving y'all shit right now because I ain't under oath, so kiss my ass. But yeah, y'all get something later. Y'all get something later. Uh, uh <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah, no, nah, this ain't that big, man. So anyway, my confession is this, man. My confession is uh You know what, man? Sorry, bro. I'm sorry for it. <laughs> I, 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 I just said it's all right. I just said it's all right. Oh, you said it's all right. Oh, you said it's all right. Oh, you said it's all right. That's crazy. Nah, I just had to make it awkward. That's all. That's all. It seems too serious. I'm adding I'm, I'm, I'm adding levity early. So, you know. Oh, that was good. That was good. Anyway, I was going to say, so my confession was, uh, honestly, this coronavirus shit, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen not one nigga with it. Uh, well, I could I I could protest the opposite, man. So you seen some niggas with it? Yeah, actually. Well, you know some niggas going through it right now. Well, one of our friends was living with somebody that had it. Uh, Is she all right? Like, she's all right. Uh, His uncle actually, you know, you know, we'll talk about like this. Motherfucker was in the hospital. And then somebody else that I know, their whole family got it, 
and like you know what I mean one of their Come parents died from the shit like that no 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 a couple guys uh, I work with and shit like that just you know work acquaintances and shit like that they've had motherfuckers die from the shit and shit like that so alright so I mean it's, it's, right, well, it's maybe we'll cut like, this part because I sound ignorant as shit <laughs> no, I'm just kidding nah I'm that's just kidding. the thing I ain't that's scared. the thing I mean, nah, but it's it's a uh, it's it's you know it, it is serious because I mean it's it's the thing is obviously when when other shits like this happened in the, in the past I've always been really skeptical but at this point now at least for me uh, it's not really quite as many degrees of separation with this so now it's like it's one of those things where it's like damn all right it's just it's just for real for real you know what I mean so it ain't for fake you know what I mean it's it's real why it's real niggas can debate debate talk about that shit all day but. It is real. It is happening. This shit is fucking motherfuckers up. Uh, you know, most motherfuckers might be all right, but it, you know, you catch that shit, you get at somebody you love who got some issues. You know, it may fuck them up. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, you know, I want to keep niggas here as long as I can. You know, what I mean? for the most part. So. Yeah, I don't want to kill niggas. I don't want to kill niggas. So that's the main thing. I, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be reckless and, you know what I mean, you know, get somebody fucked up, you know what I mean? Especially on some shit like this, you know what I mean? It's, and it's, it's so easy, you know what I mean? Granted, you know, people had this conversation about like, yeah, we need to get herd immunity and shit like that. And I see niggas, I, I see niggas say this shit online, well, hey, you know, the niggas out that, that they make it, they, they probably weren't going to make it anyway. And you can't say that shit, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, and the plus, man, like, you know, you can't. Yeah, for real, I was actually about to text that to somebody earlier. I was about to be like, honestly, I would rather trade, like, 3, 3% of America to be able to get my life back to normal. But I actually didn't send that text because that's some fucked up shit to say. Yeah, you don't I mean, know who that is. I could yeah, because you don't. Exactly. It could be anybody. I mean, that, you could be you could be included in that. I mean, granted. Right. Anybody I, I care I, about could be. You know what I mean? So, but that's the thing. But you got to think about even, like, residual effects and shit like that, right? Like, you know. It shit. If the kid loses his mother and shit like that, and that's just, that's the only parent you got, they fucked up. You know what I mean? Or you know, that yeah. you know I mean that you know what I mean that you know somebody that got dependents, or it may actually be somebody's child. You know what I mean? Or you know, it could be motherfuckers, motherfuckers leaning on, depending on. You know, so it's 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 serious. You know what I mean? It's it's serious enough to take serious. And I mean, you know, and this shit has happened in the past, so it's not like you know it may it may have not happened in our lifetime. You know maybe a few generations removed, but, you know, I mean, I feel like we live in a point in time and a day in time where we can do things about it. And, you know, we actually have the infrastructure around it, be it unemployment and shit like that, social media and shit like that. So, you know. Yeah, but the the crazy thing is the the suck-ass part is, like, when a nigga who rich or a nigga who knows somebody who rich or, you know what I mean, like, damn, that nigga, they couldn't just build you, like, an iron lung. You know what I'm saying? To make sure you good. Like, uh, that's wild to me. But, but, that's the th- but that's the thing, but, and that's the issue too, because, man, you know, niggas are still learning how to treat this shit. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, like, it's not like it's, like, cookie-cutter to where it's like, oh, you get this shit, you get this shit, we treat this shit. This shit. No, it's, 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 it's affecting everybody differently. Than shit. Yeah, very differently. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the crazy part. You know what I mean? So, motherfuckers. Well, you heard about be- this nigga who almost died, right? Our school. Nigga, yeah, who that nigga ain't my friend. That nigga owe me money. Fuck that nigga. Okay, okay, but damn, nah, but I, didn't know I don't that want shit, him though. to die though. I don't want him to die. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, damn, uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know that shit, man. Yeah, check on him. Check on him. I heard his son is uh still sick, but uh, dad told me they that they they should be like, Zeus is over the worst of it, but I think his son is like, I don't know, I'm not sure. 
And you, and you just said, man, you know, you ain't no niggas that, nah, dog, it's, you know niggas, you know what I mean? So, I know that motherfucker. I don't you, give a fuck about that guy. I was halfway, I was halfway in the sand. Huh, good for him. But huh. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's not right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, very close. But I mean, I feel that, but 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 even just in that regard, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you got you got close friends that are that are tight with this motherfucker and shit like that, right? You know what I mean? So even though this may not necessarily have the, the greatest of effect on you, you know, they would probably be pretty fucked up if some shit if that shit went down, you know what I mean? And you yeah, know what but I mean? Julian has asthma and his son has uh his son be getting uh all types of shit or some shit. His son I mean, is so- sickly. So is that justified that, you know what I mean? No, it's not justified. <laughs> it's just that they both you know have I mean? a history of, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, if, so if, if the government decided to spray some shit in the air, they would be the people affected by it probably quicker than you or I. I mean, but it's, but it's other motherfuckers that, you know what I mean? You probably, you know what I mean, man. You know what I mean? It's no, I know. I'm. A, I'm just. I, I. I just wanted to continue my tirade of ignorance for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but you know what I mean? I want to see, you know what I mean? If you gotta go, let life take you. You know what I mean, or you know what I mean, and that—that's the main thing. You know what I mean. I, like when it comes to something like this, you know what I mean. Especially like you know, motherfuckers is dying, and you in the hospital, but your family can't come see you because you gotta be quarantined and shit like that. You know what I mean. That's just, that's the shit that's just crazy. You know what I mean. So, and and those last mo- that, thats the fucked up part. You know what I mean. Like that's that's the thing. So. What's that? Well, no, like when, when, like you, like you don't, like you have an opportunity to say goodbye, but you can't even say goodbye because you can't, because you can't, you're not allowed to walk in that damn room. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah, all you that's can't, you, you can't, you know I mean, you can't even be with it. So, but all right, let's wrap that up because you know, let's, let's get the spirits high and shit like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we gonna leave them. We can't leave them like that. Yeah, okay, we can't leave them like that. We can't um, leave them like that. Not at all. Have you ever listened to this? Hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, so I'm finally getting caught up in like some of the stand-ups and shit like that. So I finally watched this nigga, uh, Pete Davidson. Finally watched his yeah. stand-up and shit like that. So, because that's the thing, because he's really popular just for being him. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really I don't really watch Saturday Night Live like that. But even when I see him on Saturday Night Live, it's kind of just him being him on Saturday Night Live. So, yeah. It's funny actually seeing him actually have a stand up and how funny that nigga is. But he actually had a point in, uh, on the John and the stand up to where he was talking about how he was talking, you know, because he used to fuck with Ariana Grande. Uh, yeah. And she, you know what I mean? She actually put a big tweet about there, you know what I mean? Just we all about know. How, you know what I mean? Who he is. So he's like, dang, thanks to her for like giving me the shout out. But then also thanks to her for fucking like, you know, making sure I disappoint any other woman I fucking date from this point forward and shit like that. So that's hilarious. I don't get it. Because she said that, like, you know, he had a huge dick. And oh, per, per what he says, he doesn't have a huge dick. So, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so th- thanks for setting niggas up and shit like that. So. Damn, that's funny. That's funny. But then, he, then he had another thing to when uh, he's talking about, like, you know, when he was a fucking kid, uh, how, like, you know, his pop had passed when he was young. And he was saying how, like, you know, all of his pop's homies used to always tell, like, you know, best part about his dad and shit like that like yeah, your dad used to always do his homework your dad used to always finish his dinner and shit like that but then it wasn't until like he got to be older and a grown man to be like oh yeah man your pop 
man, we party, bro. He would do all the coke and shit like that, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, it's just like getting like that real, you know, like, you know, that, yeah. seeing the real side of like, you know, who your parents are, as opposed to hearing apocryphal tales that people were telling you to build your character and shit like that. So Yeah, that's funny. No, I used to yeah. get that shit when I was a child. They give me those stories when I was a child. Hell yeah. They be like, you know what your dad just did? Like what? He just broke big boy jaw. Why? No, <laughs> uh, anyway. But uh, uh, but yeah, let's let's wrap it, man. Let's wrap it, man. Yeah, let's do that. I wanna yeah. I wanna apologize. I wanna apologize to the audience. I was listening back to one of these jokes and I realized how uh how annoying I am. But I'm fucking entertaining though. So if y'all don't like me, fuck y'all. Bye. We love y'all, but fuck y'all sometimes. But I love y'all too. But honestly, keep giving the feedback, man. Especially the niggas that don't like it. I, I rather, you know what I mean? I love the niggas that love it, but I, I want to hear more from the niggas that don't like it more. Uh, I don't know. I don't mind mixing it up with y'all niggas. But on that note, man, thank you. This has been another installment of the Real Nigga Podcast. Fuck my name. This is just fuck the ghost name. of the Real Nigga Podcast. Yeah, the ghost. And we just a ghost of some niggas whose names you don't give a fuck to know. Yeah. Fucking fan, fan, phantom, fan, phantom, phantom cognitions and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. shit, we ghost, right? Yeah, ghost, ghost in the machine. Speaking of ghosts, actually, quick promo before you sign out. I saw this shit, man, going on about fucking. Uh, they supposed to be having like a state prop versus D block battle. Don't know how real that is, but I've heard about that. That'd be really interesting, though. I mean, they all um, good now. They yeah. all good now. And I would definitely watch it, but I don't know. What the fuck? Logistically, I don't know how that works out. I don't know. Somebody just put out in the ether. So I don't know if it's a real thing, but I'll keep keep my ears to the street for it. I mean, battle out. I think battled out. You know what it is? You know what I used to appreciate in music was Enigma. I used to Mm -hmm. appreciate people like Radiohead who seemed like they wasn't friends with nobody and they didn't listen to nobody. And they just come out and they just do their fucking world tour and sell more than everybody. And then they go back out in the hiding when they're not on their little media cycle. I thought that that's how a good artist is supposed to be. And I figured that I was built for that because I don't like talking to people. But I like creating art. And then I like disappearing when I ain't got no fucking art. And then I like coming back and showing my art. And then I like disappearing again. So I felt like that was perfect for me. But now it seemed like Music is just one big fucking dance party and it's getting too sociable and I don't like it. I probably won't have well, a good career. Well, strap in because it's going to be even more of this shit going forward. So, Yeah, no so, shit. Clearly. So, unless you get up and just start having real beef with niggas, that'd be interesting. But you get no, no, nah, never no real beef. We can have music beef, but never no real beef. That's the thing, so, but that's the thing that in that music beef, you know what I mean? It's orchestrated beefs and shit like that. That's interesting. I got to get a rapper friend and then we got to beef. That's all. Yeah. We just got to like come together and be friends and then beef. That's all. And then that later after the beef, be friends afterwards and shit like that. Make a big thing well, yeah, because the shit can't get real because what happens is half of the time, it don't even be them niggas that be doing shit. It be the niggas camps. Like, yeah. your cousin run up to you like, yeah, I seen that bitch ass nigga. Did I shot that nigga. Did I, whatever. Like, like for real? Yeah. But, all right, that's a conversation for another day. So. Well, we get after y'all niggas soon, so but uh, we back in on this, John. Uh
more repetitive. So since we're ghosts and shit like that, you know, we can, we can be a little bit more frequent <laughs> and shit like that. Keep on, you know, making this shit. So, but yeah, shout out to anybody with the range to appreciate all this shit that we be talking about. Yeah, but all right, y'all. Once again, saying bye. Niggas signing out. Peace, love, hair grease, beach and meat. Make sure you use me. Feel like that. All right, y'all.